See, I'm the got this one. No, I'm not the one one, but I'ma fucking turn up until I see them on the sun. Sit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's another up here in the new bunker studio yeah what happened yeah. why did we get kicked out uh um, well, actually why don't you call it what what it's officially called this is the tetherball academy media rape room <laughs> yeah yes yeah, th- I, thought, it, I thought we were at your mom's house we got kicked out of tetherball and got <laughs> we're in his fucking mom's attic right now no this is this is where the raping happens this is okay, the behind so the scenes of behind Sean the scenes chando's mom's rape room <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah I, I told her about the podcast and she completely changed the subject i was like all right well, i think we're doing pretty good <laughs> that happens if i bring anything up to my mom <laughs> no one no one in my family listens to it like hey if i'll tell them about it, they're like that's cool and then it, it just gets quiet like, that's that's the same for me yeah that's fine that's fine they don't want to they don't want to support the, the number one uh, conspiracy podcast at Tetherball Academy, then I don't know what to tell them. It's fine. <laughs> I don't support building, my family at all. Oh, yeah? I just ridicule them. You know, my mm. mom's like, I fell down some stairs and I had to go through physical therapy, and but now I'm back at law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just be grateful and, you have a And family. then she goes back to work and she, she's like, it's been hard. You know, I've been coming back full time or part time. And I'm like, not full time. Like, what's the point? <laughs> She's like, "Well, I fell and I hurt my ankle when I fell." And I'm just like, "Like, like an old person?" She's like, "I am an old person." Like, then why? That's, that's, that's something an old person would say. Why are you working the hours of yeah, a fourteen year old? Yeah. Why? What did you get me for Christmas? I don't even remember what my mom got. She, yeah. I don't think she got me shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Learn how to walk first. You know, another thing I noticed, guys. Yeah. Tell me if you've noted uh, noticed this. Okay. <clears throat> Like we're from California, okay. If you, Ooh, if you, great, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's the coolest state ever. Basically, <laughs> that's, so cool. that's where all the gold and movies come from. So, uh, and yeah, oranges. if you if you drive a Kia in California, you ain't shit. Yeah, yeah, like you're bottom tier beta bitch, suck my dick person. Okay, out here. Motherfuckers act like they're Dell Earnhardt Sr. driving. Like, I will clap up a fucking Kia driver. <laughs> the next motherfucker who wants to drive like he's fucking Dell in his prime. I swear to God. I don't know what it is about Kia driver. Probably because they're cheap mm-hmm. and they look good. Like a Kia Telluride. Oh, just like me. Yeah. 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 You're the Kia Telluride of my, of my friends. Like you, you, like, you look good, but it's like... <laughs> cheap as fuck. It's, it's, just like, it's like Ikea furniture. Break easily too. Mm-hmm. Break easily. <laughs> but the instructions don't even have words. <laughs> it's a picture book. It's just a picture of the little the little L wrench. <laughs> yep. And easily replaceable. And the guy with no dick. It's just like <laughs> I, I do not disagree with any of these assessments. The check engine light of people. Yeah. Oh so yeah. My, watch my out, Kia drivers. Been on for a while. You're on fucking notice. We don't play that shit. Yeah. In the fucking wherever the fuck I'm from. Yeah, wherever you're 209. from. 209. Yeah, you, you got a... fucking Diaz brothers are from. That's what's you, up. You got a cool little oh, uh, yeah. uh, message. Well, you didn't get the message. They sent it to the Instagram saying they're they're from the same area you're from. and Yeah. They, they, they like your... your uh, guy from the fucking valley? Yeah, he's from the valley. I don't even know what that means, but yeah, he's from yeah. the valley. Yeah, there's the like valley in Southern California where like valley girls come from. And then there's like 
Northern California Valley. That's where like Diaz brothers, methamphetamine. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say meth. <laughs> Bikers. That's where meth comes yeah, from. Yeah, truckers who rape people. Like that's it's like gummo. That's like where I'm from. <laughs> They'd exactly appreciate like this that. room. Yeah, I gotta get Brother Jill. We yeah. I gotta get cooking. Brother Jill on the uh, show because she's Valley as fuck. She's like, she, do you like, have any? Yeah, I, no. I would. Gladly I mean, make some. some I, right I meant oh. make some. Make oh. some meth. Like, have a show where we make meth. Well, no, we should. That just, that's on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Patreon in the back tier. Room here. We should start <laughs> growing some meth. They're gonna. They're growing gonna it. show up and the fucking buildings on fire. There's gonna be a chemical fire. Like, what happened? We're we're doing something for the Patreon. We're making <laughs> the, content. The first official piece of Conman merchandise is is Cocaine. just a bag of meth. Yeah, it, it, it's that'd kinda, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Like that'd be sick. It's gonna look like the Mira building. Just we wouldn't pieces of right people in the building. <laughs> like if it somehow became legal and you could just mail it across state lines. Well, you just mail it anyway until you get caught. That's cool. Yeah, but that, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, have you done meth? It's really fun. I've seen <laughs> yeah. I've seen people on meth. It doesn't look fun. It's like, it looks stressful. It's like people are like, I do DMT and fucking do whatever with my life. It's like. Methamph- that shit is for that's for people who are too ashamed to admit that they want to go to Burning Man. Yeah. That's <laughs> what DMT is for. People oh. who do meth are people who like I want to have fun, but there's what is the peak level of fun? Yeah. Have you ever been up for four days straight? Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a fun day. So that's much a fun, fun time. That's the that's the casual yeah. way of doing meth is four days straight. Yeah, yeah it, it's kind the of perfect minimum of six. Yes, yeah, a yeah. Per- perfect festival drug. You don't miss anything. Yeah, and, and if it's cut with meth, then it's like you know, it's like having that little afternoon like boost of coffee or energy drink. But it's an built into it. But I have a question: Do they put fentanyl in meth? I don't think so, right? I think it's only like cocaine. You know, I would think not. I think it would like fuck up the the business. Like you can't have that. Yeah, because meth is mostly American made. Yeah. So it's a good thing. That's like that's like putting a, like corn syrup instead of cigarettes. It's just like no, like we we could, but no. Yeah, <laughs> cigarettes are fine the way they are. Are, are, are you saying that that meth is like the Ford truck of drugs? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's the for, it's a it's a used Ford Ranger. It's like super dependable. It's easy to work on. Like Parts are easy rock. to find. Oh, like a rock. Yeah. Bob Seger, like a meth rock, loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's Chevy. Was that Chevy the yeah. like a rock? Yeah, I think the Rock. Mm-hmm. Like he the endorses, Rock, he endorses <laughs> Fords. Yeah, making shitty movies like <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is this is our new studio. We we got some like nice little pictures in the background for everyone to look at. Yeah, we these, should get more kids up there. These are all of our fans. These are all, of, <laughs> especially the one that's just tied down, uh, getting MK Ultra. I like this. Yeah, this one up here. Like a child and trap. There's a lot. Of, it looks like there's a, there's a lot of uh, tied up kids. Oh, on that one's walls. a that one's a a young girl getting transitioned. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There are some family we're, photos. There. We're very progressive. Okay. Yeah, it, we're. They're also going to cut her head open, but it's it's to, like change some it's two two separate things. Well, because yeah. they have to they have to take the boy brain out and put a girl brain. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dumb dumb down a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they just take half the brain out if they're transitioning from male to female. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to get a like a framed portrait of Steve Harvey in here. Okay, I'm a big Steve Ooh. Harvey. Fan. I like Steve Harvey. I, Steve Harvey's 
one of the greatest Americans who's ever lived. He's he's making a little comeback. I know he has like the radio show that's pretty big. Yeah, but he he said he's never gonna go back to doing stand up. He's just like why? Can, yeah, why cancel culture. Yeah, he it, can't say some comedy shit that's gonna fuck up like his Family Feud deal and all the other stuff he has going. <laughs> fucking Family Feud with because like, of his career on Family ever. Feud, he's yeah. no longer allowed to say the N word because he's considered to be white. So that's why he can't do stand up anymore. It's great mustache too. Oh yeah, great, yeah. It, it's a it's it's like a Jeff Foxworthy. It's like, like a dick with a mustache. He's the black him. Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> no, no, I take that back. The black Jeff Fox mustache. Nobody would ever say that. I don't know. I, I'm, I, was, I was trying something. Didn't work. <laughs> Insert car crashing sound okay. now. There it is. There it is. And then crickets. That, that's. <laughs> yes, I was able to bring up this table up here, changing the subject. Really heavy table. With your bare hands? With my bare hands. And I did it when everyone left, but Ross was still here. He's, I was just like, oh, I'm, just, I'm building a new set. It looked like I was stealing stuff. Yeah. So I had to explain to him. And I, was, and I got this thing for free on this app called Freebie. It was great. But like when people have money yeah. and you tell them that you get something for free, not impressive to them. I was like, yeah, I got this thing for free. He was like, okay. And he walked off. Yeah. Didn't give a shit. Okay, you poor. Yeah. For now, for now on, don't say, every time you get something for free, don't tell somebody you got it for free. Tell them you got it at an estate sale. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That sounds kind of interesting. <coughs> and people are like, oh, you're, you're, you didn't just find this behind a dumpster. Like you actually. Tell them it's expensive as fuck. Bought well, this, this from a dead person's house. This guy was trying to sell for 150 and no one would buy it and he just gave it away. Like, could have went down. Did it. you blow him? No, he, he was black. He's kind of scary. Oh, that would have broke so, your jaw. Yeah. That's why I'd blow him. Yeah. <laughs> did he look like Steve Harvey? No, no. I, I would like him a lot better if he did. Did he have all his teeth? Uh, I think so. Cool. I didn't really, like, kind of, like, I don't know. Look at his. Can I see your teeth? You were just sucking his dick and you didn't look him yeah, in the eyes? Yeah, I don't. Because <laughs> if you look him in the eyes, it's kind of gay. You didn't even make eye contact. You just rolled the window in your car down, like, a, a quarter inch. You're like, okay, just, just put it in the back, sir. <laughs> I'll call You're the police. About his dick or the desk? I think him put it in the back. That would be funny. Do you guys like it, like in in porns or whenever you're getting a blowjob? Do you want them to look in your eyes, or and two, I guess it's two separate questions. One while watching a porn, two parter. Do you like when they look at you in the eyes or into the camera lens? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're getting a blowy, do you mm. like it when they look at you? It's, I I consider it to be a challenge, and it makes yes. me feel threatened, and my boner goes away. No, I I, I see it as a power so you want move them to look away. Uh, yeah, preferably. Okay. Or it's like, just it, be in a separate room if possible. It's more. Are you talking about sex or porn? <laughs> Both. I mean, just let me yes. let me do my own thing. So you, you can go watch TV hole. or something. Glory hole would be your favorite world. No, I don't like people touching me. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, somebody needs the rape room. Hey, Jack, Jack Mandeville. Hey. Jack Mandeville, everybody. Hey. Jack Mandeville just walked in. Come on, oh, no, in, you're good. Dude. You're good. We're, we're... Jack just walked in the room and said, "Are you doing sex in here?" <laughs> we were just that, saying that this is... is the rape room. That's what I thought. And then he yeah. comes up and says, "You guys doing sex in here?" Jack, would you? Do you like a woman to look in your eyes when you're getting a blowy from them? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jack said yes. Yeah. Just so you, yeah. Like, you know. Well, I guess that's If they were it. looking away, like you'd be suspicious or something. Yeah. I would be. <laughs> like, what, what are you looking at? You scoping out shit in my house to steal? Are you eyeballing my TV? What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> 100%. Eye contact's important. Jack yeah. Mandeville, everybody. Yes, sir. Making, yep. a, making a cameo. 
yep. on our conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> it's like a segment. We, he knocks on I'll, the door like he's like Larry from Three's Company. He's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> oh fuck, he's a Mr. Let's McFeely, go some chicks, <laughs> Mr. McFeely of You're, con men." Bye, right, Jack. See you later, Jack. Bye, Jack. Watch the Jack Sesh, everybody. Jack, Jack Sesh, great show. It's a shame that we we can't afford to have him on camera or on the mic. Yeah, yeah he's that, willing to walk in the room, but like that's as much as we can afford. Yeah, he he's in the union, so we we have to do all the. The weird shit and mm-hmm. sucks his dick. Not quite there yet. No, that's by choice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's he's a good guy. Literally, right. I was like thinking, I'll just give him my mic for a minute and I'll go take a shit. But <laughs> like for him to get here would be impossible. It'd be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, there's like a it's like a, a level eight from Mario in the original to get to your seat. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is like one of those Spartan race obstacle courses getting in here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already, I'm, I'm already losing weight, and I'm, it's hot in here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like the heat. It feels good. It reminds me of home. This feels good. I feel like I just did a bunch of CrossFit getting to this seat, and yeah. now I want to suck somebody's dick, so yeah. maybe we should get Jack back in here. Just look in my eyes while you do it. Yeah, don't, don't look in the eyes. That's gay. If it's a woman, though. It's also gay. It's also gay. <laughs> don't look in the eyes. So, so where are we at? We, are we all... So one, no eyes. Having a girlfriend's gay. Every yeah, super gay. Yeah. It's, it's Break so up with weird. her. Hang out the boys. I know the phrase that you want to say. Having women is gay. Yeah. Joel's Joel's been cooped up with this lady lately. Man, it's been mm-hmm. going on with that. Cooped up. I was cooped up before the lady came. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he used to be cooped up. He's uncooped up. That's and who's that, that's me. why he's smiling now. He hasn't pulled out. Yeah. So long. <laughs> Dude. So, yeah, cum is a good lubricant for when, if you take a shit right after you get fucked in the ass. <laughs> it just shoots it out. Oh, right. it slides right out. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. viscous. Oh, man. Man. Yeah, great That's stuff. So welcome back to the Comming Podcast. <laughs> Speaking of cum in your ass, welcome yeah. to the Comming Podcast. The Comming Podcast, podcast <laughs> which is our OnlyFans, which we have not started yet. I've been listening to Comming Podcast and have cum yeah. in my ass. Yeah, that was Whoa, a, good, that was a second, good joke the, last week. The... the OnlyFans isn't up yet. What have I been filming all this shit for? Um, what have I been putting all the stuff in my ass for? It, it, that can go on the Patreon, technically. Conditioning. Right? Yeah, we can. Put oh. it on Patreon. yeah, we'll, we'll throw on the Patreon. Training. Yeah, I was. I was. Let's do a. Let's do a five hundred dollar tier, and if you if you yeah. join up for it, it's just a photo <laughs> of all our dicks. It's also what can you fit in Coop's asshole? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a competition. <laughs> yeah, we'll. we'll yeah, for four man cross the streams. Yes, sir. I've only done it with two. Well, first time for everything. Yeah. Coop for $1,000, we'll sit in a park together on my laptop in the middle of the night, and we'll just watch beheading videos. <laughs> <laughs> and smoke meth. Wait, can we just do that anyway for fun? I'm, I'm trying oh, to no, figure I'm trying out. to get paid here. Go to Adam's house literally any night of the week, and you can do that. That'll be the next promo for the next Skeleton Factory episode. It <laughs> has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they took down like what they you had to go back and blur that video of that person f- getting their head cut up. It was a, a real beheading video. It was a movie. It looked real though, kind of, right? Wh- which one? The one you posted the other day where you had to like blur it because that person was getting their head cut off. Yeah, yeah, someone like yeah, a a, a rubber doll was getting its head sawed off, and then they like dubbed in the sound of someone screaming, and mm-hmm. you're just supposed to. Uh, I think Instagram assumes people think that's real somehow. I thought it was real. Did you get like a message from Instagram or something? Or you had yeah. to go and change it? What did they tell you? Uh, they're like, this is uh, bad. And, and I was like, I don't care. 
Oh man, I don't know. Like, I know no one gay, reads it, but like you can send messages to them, and I just send them the, the most horrible. <laughs> can, what about this? It's all. <laughs> I should be in Guantanamo Bay right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Have me arrested? Put in Instagram jail? <laughs> they fucking suck. I can't wait till some billionaire fucking some based billionaire buys out fucking Instagram. Like or Elon Meta Musk puts out a fucking business. You you think Elon Musk can buy Twitter and Instagram? Sure. And Facebook. All those tweets have been great. Yeah. You oh, see the one where, where he he says that he's gonna buy Rockstar and then release GTA Six <laughs> in a month. I see that one? Yeah. I have I have literally been on social media maybe three times in the last. Elon week Musk bought Twitter. No, I I know that. Uh, I, Twitter I, is amazing gotta, right now. It's like the Wild West for, for fake news. Yeah. Well, no, it's about to be the Wild West. No, it, it already because they. So what's happening? I don't think anyone's getting uh, banned right now. And no, and like people, you're you're starting to see more of uh, people on the right because the algorithm has kind of changed. Mm-hmm. So you're getting more stuff, and it's just people on the right just making fun of people on the left. It, it's it's fun right now. It's it's not it's not hurtful or anything. I haven't seen anything where like, all right, that's a little too far. Well, there are actually some interesting theories about why the demographic of Twitter is changing so quickly within 24 hours of Elon Musk announcing the purchase, and that might be something that we could talk about on the show in the future because the the general theory is the reason so many left-leaning accounts disappeared and more right-leaning accounts appeared is because they were actually purging all of the mm-hmm. code uh, in the system that makes it a primarily left-leaning platform. It's it's the shadow ban. That's cool. Yeah. It was it's proved removing the shadow ban the, is real. The shadow ban? They have to purge the code because once Elon Musk gets a hold of it, he would just be like, "Oh shit! Look at all the stuff that they that they put in here." Oh, yeah, they, it's, they're hiding all people. their. Vo- they're getting rid of all their. They're bullshit. they're burning it's, all the papers. It's the digital the, the shredding people. of papers. Yeah. Is what happened. Yeah, it, it's like the scene from Wolf of Wall Street when the fucking feds come in and like everyone in the office just shredding paper, mm-hmm. lighting shit on fire, smashing their computers. That's what's eating Margot right Robbie's now. pussy. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> it's a great scene. Great yeah. scene. Yeah, great scene. That has a lot of great scenes. I love Such the a... straw in the butthole at the beginning. <laughs> Isn't that called boofing? When you when you do coke out of someone's ass? Uh, no, you blow or it blow, into I mean, their yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called boofing. Why would someone want to do that? The guy that did it to me, that's faster. what he called it. Does the cocaine go inside the asshole? Yeah, if you shove it up your ass, you get high way faster. If you blow faster. cocaine into somebody's asshole, yes, it goes in their asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Where else does it go, Sean? No, I thought they were putting it, it inside. It shoots out their nose. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into John Malkovich's mind. And then he gets spit out on the New Jersey exchange. You've never done drugs up your butt? No, I have not. Yeah, you get high way faster. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can butt chug some Tito's if you want. You'll get drunk like instantly. <laughs> I've it's, heard of it. I just never. I've done, never I, done alcohol of the butt. Um, I've done like painkiller <laughs> suppositories. That was very specific. That I've never done alcohol. <laughs> yeah, up the butt. Drugs what drugs have yeah. you done up the butt? Well, I'm not I, talking about your smuggling career. Like ecstasy and stuff. You shove it up your ass. Oh, okay. Sure. You just it just hit, it, that just, you, you just the same. It's the same high. It just comes in way faster. I don't know. Different. I think I, w- I would change my mind about doing the drug. Like, isn't there a different way to do this? Yeah, you can just take it orally and you still get high. Yeah, oh, like, how high ass. do I want to get? I, I just want a kind of a casual high. It's mm-hmm. the difference between like doing four shots over the course of thirty minutes or doing four shots instantly. Hmm. Yeah, oh. that's a little more in, too intense for me. 
I'm so bad at math. I literally thought the end of that sentence was uh, going to be or 30 shots in four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that, that seems extreme. So I don't, I don't even so, know where. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, ask me about my butthole if you want. The okay. Lips, that's what I wanted yeah, to know. I what, can see it in your eye. What drugs? Because I know that. The Ecstasy that, up the ass is the only thing I've done one time. Oh, okay. Cool. Was that just like some residue left on your lover's penis? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't love you at the time. <laughs> That's how we fall we in love. We just met. Yeah. That's how you fall in love. <laughs> so anyways, we got to start this show because Coop has to get out of here because he, he has somewhere to go after this. In about 25 minutes. Yeah. So we, you, we'll, we'll, we'll have a... Half the episode we'll have Coop. So we'll, let, let, let's... Let's get into this show so we can at least have him part of this episode. At least we had him here for all the important stuff. Yeah. How's he going to get out of here? I don't know. He's going to have to figure that shit out. the fucking CrossFit obstacle course again. He's just going to trash. suck another dick. Yeah. That's a Kool-Aid man. I keep falling into people's laps. What's going on here? Sucking dick is like Chinese food. You suck one dick and 30 minutes later you got to suck another one. Mom's spaghetti. Will not quench your hunger. I don't think that's what you say with hunger. <laughs> Quench your hunger. You guys are making me nervous. Why are you nervous? Maybe I'm just comfortable. Like, look, we're just sitting back. That's the opposite of nervous. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying a lot of things. Is everything okay, Sean? Are you okay? Are you okay, bud? It's this. Thing. Sean, how are you doing? I, I, I'm I'm feeling good. Thanks for asking. No one ever asked. So, what are we talking doing. about today? We're talking about <laughs> the Oklahoma City bombing part two. <laughs> There was another one. Yes. Yeah, oh God. Yeah. Part two of the of the bombing. They never learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the conspiracy. This is a part. conspiracy part. There was only one. First Mira part building. was all the facts. Now we're getting into the conspiracies. Yeah. No, the real facts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I listened to that last podcast on the left. They did a four-parter on it. Great stuff. Um, like Oklahoma I was listening City Body. Yeah. They body, they get really count. into Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. They they primarily focus on his life and shit like that they talk for like what like one and a half episodes total about the bombing itself and the rest is just about timothy mcveigh's life yeah and just like all the people that he met they talk about the ara the uh what was it the aryan republican army is the name of them and they're the like the patriot movement uh something mm-hmm. like that it's been a while since i listened to it yeah, it's great. <laughs> he's oh, he's interviewing me <laughs> while I have interview. a mic in my face. He's trying to put a mic in my face. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretty that. sure that that was a mistake. Okay. That yeah. So right. the, you know, it, it, like I'm I'm waiting for an actual like white nationalist movement to go mainstream because like people like to think that that shit is mainstream it's, mm-hmm. and it's like not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like it's not like the Bloods. Or yeah, the Crips or some shit, or or MS thirteen, like shit that's just said on the news or by politicians. It's like, like I go to the Southern Poverty Law Center uh, like website all the time because it's hella weird, and they have like a hate map of like every hate group in America, and you can mm-hmm. just click on it and just read about them and shit. Oh, that's and there's all there's all these like white hate groups and like none of you know, like shit you never heard of. It sounds like they made it up. It's like the Golden Warriors of the Valkyrie Dawn Brotherhood. You're like, what the fuck is that shit? And they're like, it's got 200 members. You're like, well, guys aren't moving the needle, man. You guys need to yeah, we, be better, we try need, harder. Yeah, you need to do get in like Patreon? A, they yeah. probably do. They need to get in the 10,000s. Like if, yeah. That's where <laughs> yeah, you get like access to the really bad hate Yeah, it, yeah they, they're not, they don't even have enough members to be like like an Instagram. It's not like black like, Hebrews, Israelites or something like that. Like they just don't have 
the visibility that but people just talk about them like they're boogeyman and it's like have you ever seen those guys the black israelites they only yeah they used to be in front of a uh, powell street station in they're, san francisco they're hilarious in front of the gap and they would just yell at white people going in and out of the gap That's yeah well, if, if you're gonna find white people to yell at they're like the where are all the white people where yeah. are the white women at yeah <laughs> Obviously, the gap. The gap. The gap. <laughs> and they dress like fucking. I don't know. Forever twenty one. Forget. I don't know what they dress. <laughs> Forever <on>. twenty one. <laughs> hey, where you going, faggot? Oh. They they they're dressed like like children who are wearing clothes like like I'm playing an Indian in a Thanksgiving play production of my fourth grade class. My mom yeah. just sewed this an hour ago. That's how they dress. Yeah, and I don't know why. They're okay, all over. Their dad obviously cool. didn't show up to the play. Like black dudes dress the best. Like we were talking about Steve Harvey, best dressed man ever to walk here. And it's like black Hebrew Israelites. They need to clean up their image. They need to look a little sharper. But they dress up like Native Americans. No, they they dress like 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 fucking Israelites. Awesome. They look like they look like a fucking dog. The bounty hunter was like <laughs> like in the fucking bandito gang and three amigos like it makes no sense what they're wearing they're wearing like a poncho and like combat boots and you're just like what is this yeah you guys need to be wearing some like jordans an e40 fucking tall t i thought they were wearing like dashikis and shit like that they are but it's but it's they look terrible they don't look cool they're like the village people but for black people they don't look like black mike from fucking cb4 or anything like that it just everything looks shitty the austin library has ponchos you can buy for like three dollars do they look cool? I like the Austin Library. I, I don't know. I didn't buy one. But they come in like a little tiny, it's like a little tiny pouch, like this big, like the size of like a deck of cards. Oh, that's like, that's like a garbage bag with a neck hole in it. Yeah. It's not like a poncho it's poncho. A, no, it's called a poncho. It's called a poncho. <laughs> well, you haven't tried it on. You it's have true. To, you have to try a poncho on to to know that it's a poncho. It's, yeah. There's a certain well, feel it, to it. I didn't see it. Is that a real bad. poncho or a Sears poncho? <laughs> Probably just for the rain. Well, anyways, we are a conspiracy theory podcast. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and a comedy podcast. So um, Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> we get some laughs in here. So, and we've been kicked into the attic. Yeah, we're in yeah. the attic. attic eventually, we'll just be on the roof. Rape. And then we're we'll in, just jump off eventually. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be in the Patreon. Uh, my name is Sean. <laughs> that's that's the top tier of the Patreon. It is. We, we I commit, commit suicide. We all commit suicide. <laughs> That'd be cool. It's like the Jim Jones cult. Oh, somebody please subscribe Can I go last? to that tier. I I will volunteer to go first. Okay. So joining with me is uh, got Adam Hester. Hello. We got Coop. Hi. And El Amnesio. Hi. Yeah. So so I'm supposed to say hola. Hey. Say say hola. in Spanish. See. Si. <laughs> he knows Buenos two words dias. in Spanish. Orale, carnalito. Yeah, he's, it, that's the only thing. He knows that line, and that's it. That's the dos, only line he uh, knows. Dos pistos, gracias. <laughs> so what do you listen to fucking homeless? Le, Little Mexicans unda on the border? Uh, dos, uh... Como se dice... Mujeres. Chic- chicle? Chicle? Dos vergas, po- yeah. por favor. <laughs> Como se dice burrito en español? <laughs> burrito. Gracias. Okay. So last week... <laughs> last week we talked about the Oklahoma City bombing. That we did the official story. Yeah. So uh, we went over uh, Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols, how they were responsible for the explosion in the Mira uh, Federal Building in Oklahoma City. That killed 168 and injured around 680. We discussed the fallout and how it resulted in the tightening the standards of habeas corpus and set a precedent for how domestic terrorists are to be dealt with. Mm. Yeah, it was good stuff, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, um, and you're you're kind of seeing uh, how habeas corpus they they've been fucking with it like throughout our history. About uh, we we discussed it also best explanation ever last week. Uh, that clip should be up by by now uh, when this comes out about how Adam compared uh, habeas corpus to to Pee Wee Herman. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that. That was great. I've, it's the it's the best explanation ever. But uh, if yeah, you, I think I think I we remember. need to make him have a, a vodka energy drink every show because he was on fire. He was on fire. That's a it, it was full of clips. Yeah, even though you think it's disgusting, I think you got to chug one of those right when we start from now on. I mean, does anyone? I, I might as well. Yeah, we can I, make one right. We now. We can just make make one now out of we could, we could put it into my already empty can. Here, give it to me. I, I'll I make the, it. I have the day off. He has a day out. He's, he's going to get start, wild. You know. make Sean do some inappropriate Patreon content after this episode. Yes. <laughs> we, yeah, so make sure you get. We're, we're doing. We're going to do some of the wildest shit. We're going to see what Patreon's going to let us do. <laughs> so, really push the not, limits of not Patreon. Not the wildest shit, but I mean, I, I do want to hire some homeless guys to do some oh. things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That sounds gross. And it now like he will make peeing. the drink. No, that's that's ASMR for people who enjoy golden showers. Don't don't get that mic wet. That's what she said. <laughs> what? Okay. Who's Mike? <laughs> <laughs> the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City bombing has a bevy of conspiracy theories. Go, sir. What they Thanks, what they all have in common is the government was in on it. Some theories are more believable than others. As we discussed last week, McVeigh was uh, radicalized while he was in the army and met many of his white nationalist friends who they eventually conspired to blow up a federal building. McVeigh wrote a strange letter to his sister while he was in jail that he that was published in the New York Times. He claimed that during his time at Fort Bragg, he and nine others were recruited into a secret black ops team that smuggled drugs into the United States to find covert activities and were, quote, were there to uh, to work hand in hand with civilian police agencies to quiet anyone who was deemed a security risk. Uh, Why doesn't the military have a debate team? There's just people should just be able to debate things. There's people you should you should be able just to be like I I'm like totally like uh, racist and white and everything like mm-hmm. that, and I might use this training to do something bad in the future and you like you shouldn't even be punished for that yeah be like we appreciate your honor have someone in a doc have the doctor from fucking soprano sit in a chair and be like that's very interesting yeah Yeah. and then just debate with other people who are just like well i'm a black dude in the military and the black hebrew israelites in the bay area (laughs) might be able to use my skills as a fucking whatever the fuck a minefield finder guy you know, like maybe they'll use my skill. Be like, oh, okay. Well, why will your organization be better than mine? And then they well, just you know, talk about it. What the fuck is he talking about? Well, two things: the the United States military does have yeah. a debate team. They're they're called predator drones. Oh, <laughs> and so far nobody has won a debate with them. Uh, yeah, but those two things, don't did see you just color. Say blackies. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought you just said the the blackies and the in the Hebrew Israelites. Black Israelites. I said the oh, black, black Hebrew Israelites. Oh, okay. The, that's Sorry. Your, that's that was, what they should be. I called. thought you were talking about the black keys. That's what Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, called. the black keys and <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that's my favorite hip hop group. And yeah. the, the, the Aryan Republican Army like will have a a debate. My late my my lady says the blackies. You have a girlfriend? The blackies. Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. No, yeah. you he's, and Joel have a girlfriend. He's now? got a hyena. Uh, yeah. My hyena, yeah, she's from yeah. Mexico. His ruka. Yeah, <laughs> but her accent, she says the blackies. Like, no, no, no. Me novia. It's, it's the black keys. The black keys. Keep, yeah. Keep a space. Blackies. <laughs> keep keep no, a space. No bass player. Keep it. Yeah, my corazón. Keep his like keep a doors. space in there, fool. <laughs> So you know he, what the fuck I'm saying though? Like, no, I, 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 no idea. I think extremists should have a. Uh, hopefully, Twitter will like more extremists will be on Twitter. I remember like MySpace. <laughs> okay, look here's the thing. Like, um, I remember back on MySpace, you'd 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 meet somebody who was in a band. Yeah. Okay. They're like, I'm in a band. Here's my MySpace. You're like, cool. You go to the thing. You listen to the music. They're like, okay, that's cool. And then you look at all their friends. Mm -hmm. And then every once in a while, you'll be looking through there, and then you'll just see some dude standing in front of a truck with like a Confederate flag on it. You're like. Oh, mm. that's interesting. Let's Wait, click on that guy's profile. Who's, Holy who's shit! <laughs> that guy's racist as fuck. And Get then some you, ideas. And then you go through down a wormhole of like, oh my god, this like guy's whole family's in the clan and shit. What the fuck? Six why, degrees. Why are David they friends Duke. with a fucking ska <laughs> yeah. band that's all like fucking Mexican dudes? That's weird. <laughs> but it's like there's that those degrees of separation, and it's like those people should just be on social media. Yeah. Because it's like you you be. You know, the only people who are like, those people are bad are people who know nothing about them, which is kind of prejudice. Yeah. Though They should have a voice so people can go like, now we know precisely why you're dangerous. Yeah, As opposed to like, well, they they have the potential of being dangerous. It's like, okay, yeah, everyone that... has the potential of being fucking dangerous. Should I just walk around with a gun out like this constantly <laughs> See, this just is, in case? This is why it's important. And I hope that Elon Musk really does make Twitter a... I'm making a very terrible uh, First uh, First Amendment uh, argument. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I agree with your First Amendment. Yeah. Like, the more speech, the better. Because yeah. when people start saying fucked up shit, you're just mm -hmm. like, ah, this sounds like... It's kind of like going on a long-form podcast yeah. when you first you, you start explaining your idea, yeah. and you're like, okay, I can see that. And then the more you talk, the more you, you kind of Let like, me ask you this. If Timothy McVeigh was alive right now, mm -hmm. like... Would you subscribe to his only thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Would you buy merch from his Redbubble yeah. store? I subscribe to his Substack. I was just saying, like, if that guy had a platform, yeah. would, he, would he feel less compelled to uh, commit some sort of horrible fucking... <laughs> terrorist no, thing use it I mean, he would be in 4chan but th that's the whole thing is like you have influence you have a you have a giant platform as opposed to like how big of a platform can you really have blowing up a federal building yeah but if they were like look at fucking tiger king you know what i mean like the, yeah like all those fucking weirdos the fucking cat lady and fucking jokes like those motherfuckers had like millions of viewers and yeah. they're insane Dude's yeah. like fucking blowing fucking toothless meth head guys and shooting tigers in the face on camera. And people are just like, this is my absolute favorite YouTube channel of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Timothy McVeigh had that, I think he would just like because nowadays I think people are pretty fucking soft. And by soft, I mean like c more Pussies. civil in a not violent way as opposed to back in the day where it was just like like. This is like what I'm about. And if fucking you come into somebody contact with somebody who's like, if you're not what I'm about, like. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking smash your face. Nowadays, people are just like, "Well, I have my little safe corner of the world where I can have all my opinions and people who agree with me." I think like Timothy McVeigh would be a much more subdued guy. He'd be like a Richard Spencer. He'd be like a fucking name your fucking person on the internet who has. What's his influence. name from 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 Mayhem that that killed his buddy? So he had a YouTube channel. Vart Vigorous, yeah, yeah, he had Vart, a fucking, yeah. he had a fucking, yeah, he had a YouTube channel. 
And it's know. just him like chainsawing wood and fucking camo fatigues and the woods and, and, and shit. And being racist as hell. So essentially what you're saying is without Netflix, Joe Exotic would have blown up a federal building. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He, um, he could have tried. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Imagine a guy. No, no. I'm, 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 I'm saying he would that. have eventually killed Carol Baskin, but that's just one person. Yeah. <laughs> because his entire show was about how much he fucking hates her. It wasn't about anything else. So that motherfucker had a grudge on one person. He wasn't like fucking all white people or the government or whatever. He was against one person and he had a show about it, which I really respect. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you, it's like, bro, you have fucking 2,000 episodes about one goddamn person mm-hmm. building effigies and shooting them with a fucking M16. I'm like, well, the, the, the thing about these, this, we we're talking about last week with all the people in the military, how a lot of them were radicalized. I think if, if they want to pass something, what is that face? Oh, it's so terrible. So if they want to pass Drink something, it. they they can have their own terrorist, which mm-hmm. we will get into. Like, you, if was he working for the government? You have a guy that's already kind of racist, and we would be like, all right, mm-hmm. we will we will allow you to fuck shit up, but like the, we we but we're gonna put it on you guys. I don't know if they're telling them all this stuff, but there there is an argument that like. These guys were groom, not maybe I guess groom is the right word, even though groom is mostly used what, for did they fuck him fucking afterwards? kids. Maybe he was kind of gay. No, they clipped his toenails and they expressed his anal gland. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Yeah, yeah. but th- these people double they, grooming. They told him how how mature they were for their age. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Can you just become that guy where you just say slightly offensive, like, oh, like oh, you're a you're a, you're a healthy fourteen year old girl, aren't you? Oh, I I already am. I just don't bring. And it then to you the just show. stare way so, too long. He also said that uh, we would, in the same note, he wrote, we would have been, we would be government paid assassins. In that same note, like he was he was telling his sister this mm-hmm. that they're. Yeah, they're training. And that's what I'm saying. Guys like that are gonna be that way no matter what. But mm-hmm. the, their government job or their assassins, mm-hmm. it's just a job. Yeah, it's not like they're like, well, my job uh, affords me the opportunity to espouse my fucking play. No, your job is you work for the government, you work for the military. See that thing, destroy it. Yeah. Okay, he, that is your was... job. And if you get caught or killed, that's your fucking problem because your job shouldn't technically exist. It's like, yeah. It's like you're not gonna control what that guy thinks, anyways. Yeah, he's if he's if he just wants to fuck up shit. And I think anybody who wants to just fuck shit up, like they can believe anything. They could be Jews, they can be Muslims, but if they're like, we'll give you the equipment and the means to fucking fuck shit up, people will be like, fuck yeah, I want to do that job. Yeah, I get I get paid to blow shit up. Yeah, he sure he was in infantry. He was like a tanker. Yeah, he was in back. He was in bad company. Like, fucking, what was it, in Afghanistan and shit? And Iraq and shit? There's all this fucking, like, American fucking street gang of graffiti all over the goddamn place. Yeah. It's like, it's like, people don't fucking let go of fucking their affiliations just because they're in the military. Yeah, so, you know? So, a side note, this, this, uh, this would have happened, this note, uh, when when he was in the military, was around, like, the late 80s. This is when Bill Clinton was a governor of Arkansas. Uh, he has been accused of, this is when he was like accused of smuggling drugs into the area. And remember that kid that was killed in Arkansas when he saw uh, the drugs being smuggled, the kid on the, the 
the train. The one that was killed by the train after being shot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those. You put train in quotes. Well, I mean, it, well, he, it's, his corpse did his get killed. run over by a train. <laughs> he was killed by the train. The, 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 the quotation was for killed by the train. He was yeah, already dead when he got ran over by the train. Yeah, it's not, like that, not that kind of train. That, that yeah. pedophile in when Russia had, when that you put committed train suicide quotes, by stabbing himself in the back like 30 times. Mm-hmm. I just was like, wait, what is it then that ran him over? <laughs> <laughs> like, who would you a, call A it? reindeer. Yeah, was yeah. it Rhino from Spider-Man? Or what? This poor kid in Arkansas got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> reindeer, in quotes. Like, what, was it a train? Yeah. No, I didn't want to didn't want to say what it really was, or else the Clintons are going to fucking kill me. Oh, they're, yeah. they're coming up. This is where we hide. That's why we're in an attic now. That's why we're in an attic. Are you kidding me? A, a rape room is a... Bill Clinton's favorite spot to go. Shit. Hiding in plain sight. But it's sight. also the best place to, to hide. Yeah, you yeah. should get that, uh, <laughs> the app or whatever to change the, uh, what's it called, IPN or whatever? Oh, uh, VPN. Yeah, VPN. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. In a, ruin the network. In a 2001 declaration, Terry Nichols, McVeigh's convicted co- co-conspirator, also alleged that McVeigh reported in December 1992 how he, quote, had been recruited to carry out undercover missions, end quote, which initially involved visiting gun shows and making contact with a loose network of anti-government and far-right sympathizers. This undercover activity allegedly escalated to armed robberies and a planned bombing under the direction of FBI agent Larry A. Potts. David Paul Hammer, sorry, there's a lot of names. It's going to be hard to follow. A convicted murderer in the same facility as McVeigh for about two years, reported that McVeigh stated similar allegations to him that McVeigh was an undercover operative for the Department of Defense and that Andreas Stasmeyer was a similar operative uh, but with a different handler and they had worked together in planning the bombing. So this is, a a lot of this stuff has to do with McVeigh had a gang of people. Fucking, well, like... What was some someone sounded Mexican? Which one of those names sounded Mexican as hell? Um, uh, that, that's good. Okay, and, Andreas. Yeah. Uh, Chingon. Andre- Andreas Stasmeyer, which sounds, it it sounds like German and Mexican, kind of like, like me. It sounds like a Mexican mom, white dad. Yeah. That's not a racist person. That's not a white nationalist. Those those are two people who are just like, let's build a giant bomb and blow shit up. And McVeigh's like. Uh, like, did I, did I tell you about my friend uh, Hitler? And you're and the guy's like, I don't care. Yeah. I say, I don't care, Holmes. And then like, but it was like the overarching thing was like blowing shit up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like people are gonna do that or just gonna do that. Yeah, like, that's why Tim, people like Timothy McVeigh should be lifted up so that like if they try to blow shit up, they're like, ah, no, 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 no. Like we're watching you. Like they should have a platform so that we're keeping a fucking eye on them at all times. Yeah, it's if kind they're of, like I mean, elusive, I, I, you can't have that shit. No, that I actually agree with. I think it's better to have the extremists out in the open so we know the people to avoid, as opposed to just pushing them into these dark corners of of society and the mm-hmm. internet where you don't know what the fuck they're doing there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it would be. Uh, I think overall, it would be much safer give these insane people an outlet for their ridiculous ideas, like Netflix did with Joe Exotic, mm-hmm. and then let them say whatever the fuck they want online. Anybody who's too stupid to understand that what they're saying is fucking retarded, well, guess what? You're 
you're being watched now too. Dude, you know, the the Young Turks have their own fucking like network. If you have like basic bitch fucking like smart TV cable, oh yeah. Jesus Christ, it, it's Jesus. like, but it's like, the young but the, but but it's like right above them. Of course, is like One American Network, The Blaze. Like it's all these yeah. like conservative, and then it's just like the Young Turks, and you're like, how can they even justify even being around? But it's like they, I'm like they should be around, yeah, so that people can be like, look at these fucking assholes. It's like. Yeah. The it's, only reason that show got any sort of traction is because Anna Kasparian is semi-attractive. Job, right? After the nose job. Uh, after the nose job. No, uh, Got to preface that. Yeah, yeah. So Someone likes the nose. You uh, like the nose. Anna Kasparian is semi-attractive, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Because yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. there is there's nothing that. else coming out of that, that stupid fucking show that has any sort of value. Yeah, it, it's like... When every time Joe Rogan is is trending on Twitter, uh, Chank comes out and says something about how he can beat up Joe Jank, Rogan. You, you just used a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. It's with a with a J. Jank. Jank. Yeah, his name is his He's name a is Chink. I've heard you say his name wrong for a long. His name is isn't, isn't Chink Uyghur. <laughs> <laughs> that's we, that's weird. To no, say those are the like. people that are being persecuted in China right now. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing. I think. I think eventually, Anna Kasparian, and that's the thing. It's like we just can we start a firm where we basically take these, like unlikable, like leftist Bitches. people, and then make them kind of soften their image a little bit, kind of mm-hmm. like the reverse of like when they took uh, Martha Stewart, and they're like, let's give her a show with Snoop Dogg. Well, the, the fix. Give, I think the fix. Give her some it's like the, the opposite of queer eye for the straight guy. Yeah. Yeah. Make them where they're like they still are obviously what they are, but at the same time, it's like. Well, at least they'll sit in a room with somebody who's on the opposite side and they can at least get along and go out for nachos or some shit. I think people <laughs> will figure it out naturally. It's like, you yeah. know what ruins everything is like when, when the media, when they'll they'll try to create a narrative about how awful someone's saying something. Every time I see that, I naturally like, I want to hear him out first. You're like, I don't believe what you're saying. Did you shit in Johnny Depp's bed? Did you? Mm, Did you see. really? <laughs> Let me see it the shit. To Show me the shit. According to who? Johnny Depp's friend who was there? Yeah. What, what is he doing there? Bullshit. But I also didn't think he beat her. I don't believe anything that came out. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah, he probably did the old Sean Connery. Just a nice open an open hand slap. <laughs> yeah. Right <laughs> across guys, the, the Sometimes chops. they deserve it, you know? What song should I use for my post? I don't know. I'm uh, post I'm, look, I'm posting a video of us recording the episode right now. Uh Soundgarden? Um, it, it's raining men. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. Um, where was I? Okay. Uh, many conspiracy theorists have theorized that Bill Clinton either knew about the attack or approved the attack on the Mira federal building. The reason for this is so they could blame far right, uh, white militias to enact anti-terrorism legislation, which they did. Uh, as we talked about last week, after the bombing, Congress passed a bill. Oh my God. (laughs) Instantly demonetized. Flagged. <laughs> we're flagged now. We were going to make so much money on YouTube yeah. from this yeah. episode until now. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Con- so, as I was I saying, like they, they did pass the legislation, as we talked about last week. After the bombing, Congress passed a bill that would tighten up laws on habeas corpus. An interesting thing to point out also was when Bill Clinton left office, he pardoned a woman named Susan Rosenbaum. If you don't know who she was, she was a far left extremist that was in jail. She was sentenced to 60 years in jail because she tried to blow up a federal building. Yeah. Uh, but why would he pardon her? Kind of strange. She also... Because she uh, gives good head. Oh, yeah. Also, fun fact. She sits on the board for Black Lives Matter. 
Seems like the government likes to use extremists. Wait, to do what their- the fuck she does? Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. I, I, fi- I find like governors are like the worst type of people in go in government. Yeah. And like it just especially just looking through like like the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's like we need to not have governors. We need we need to we need to have a better system because but governors then who suck. will govern? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I actually don't, wouldn't think, be Ron I don't think we need them. I don't think we need governor. What do they what do you like? What do you do? Well, they have more power like they they will. They what would you say it is you do here? Well, they're supposed I, to be like I make I, I, like I, I junior I send, presidents. Yeah. yeah, no, we don't need that. Yeah, it's kind of like they're we, they're grooming presidents. So. We need, what we need is like yeah. conservation groups mm-hmm. that just make sure shit's running. Roads are working. Fucking, there's not a goddamn f- mega fire in fucking California every single fucking year. Like, just clean up the forest floor. Like shit, like that. Yeah. Make sure there's no fucking you know dead guys floating in the drinking water. Basic shit. Yeah. And then that's it. We don't need fucking. We don't need well, them on TV eating cheeseburgers. Fuck they, that. They're basically. Like, I don't need to the know figureheads. They're that, that the governor of fucking Texas is in a wheelchair. I'd ra- I'd rather not even know what any governor even looks like. They should just be invisible. They should be like Doctor Claw from Inspector Gadget. Yeah. They should, they, I just want to see a fucking metallic hand petting a cat. It's a hell of a watch you got there. It's a nice yeah. watch. Thank you. He got that with the. It's impressive. Uh, oh, one that's at the Bloodsport yeah, competition. Yeah, he got that. He got that the, the Night of Champions championship. Belts. It's a twenty-three thousand dollars watch. Mm-hmm. So, so real quick, Pay, what twenty-three you, thousand pesos. Yeah. So it's about two American dollars. Yeah, we don't have to talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> Sucks. I actually have to get on the road. Uh, okay. I've got an appointment to get to. I'm oh. sorry, everybody, that that I can't be here for the rest of the episode. What? Follow Iconoblast Podcast at Iconoblast Podcast at Coop Newcomb at Joel R. Benner. What, oh, God. Well, what's go happening here? Amnesia no, gets that out of his pants. Don't do it. Oh, no. <laughs> Judgment Day is inevitable. Oh. It's just hot in here. That's all. It's, this, is, this is the free YouTube, so I don't don't show too much. Maybe Not even on the oh, Patreon no. do I want to see that. Save it for Patreon. All right, we're taking a quick little break, and we'll come back. Coop's oh, moving oh, out. Oh. He's going over there. Coop, great camo pants, man. Love those shorts. Thank you. That's so they can't see me coming. Yeah. Oh, in your pants. Thanks for coming in. Uh, oh, no, you're good. <laughs> what is he doing now? We'll, we'll get a fan in here pretty soon. Just so El Amnizio doesn't have to take his pants <laughs> off. <laughs> He's a fan for his balls. <laughs> Later, Later, Coop. And we're back. So, real quick, are you guys buying it? So, what what do you think? Did you think Bill Clinton actually knew about Timothy McVeigh and the bombing? And you think do you think he did it so he can pass legislation? No. If anything, it. If he had any prior knowledge, I think he was told it was going to happen. Yeah. This is like, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And this is what we want out of this incident. And you're going to sign whatever we tell you to sign. Who is we? Yeah. That's the, that's the conspiracy, right? But, like, I don't think governors shot call anything. I think they're rather massively incompetent. Well, he was in government. When, when the actual attack happened, he was president. He was he was actually president. He was United. Yeah, this happened in ninety five. I don't think he knew about it. I think he 
to me, I think he knew about it. I don't think he was like they were like you. You got to do. It. I think they he knew, but and he just allowed it to happen. I think Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols exploited a weakness on a because they could have went to any building, yeah, any federal building, a much more populated building, mm-hmm. you know, in a more populated area. But it's like they didn't. They they chose some place kind of like in the sticks, relatively, but. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that—that was—that was like two guys who fucking wanted to blow some shit up, and they fucking did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I—I I think if someone wanted some real attention, they that like they could have drove out to fucking any other. They could have. They went to Dallas. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking all, set a bomb three, off in Dallas. It's like they could three have hours easily, away. Could, yeah. It's like three hours away. They could have easily drove that van to Dallas, parked that shit anywhere in, in front of fucking like. Fucking cowboy stadium when fucking yeah the cowboys were fucking flying high yeah oh that'd have been awful that would have fucking made a goddamn that broke my statement heart. that would have got way more attention yeah but I, it's I think more people would like the cowboys now yeah what do you think El Amnesio? most likely most likely that's that's good enough of for me you knew. yeah that is good enough for me so to build off on the government being involved it is theorized that the Oklahoma City what is happening over here. So uh, on, on, if you're watching on video, El Amnesio has his pants down, but he still has his shoes on. That's why I can't take my pants he off. Can't take his, he can't move. fully take his pants off. So it is theorized that the Oklahoma City bombing was a controlled demolition by the government. In fact, when the story was first being reported on the local news, they reported that the two bombs went off. When, when the two bombs went off, it had a reading on the Richter scale um, that showed two explosions taking place. Even experts did not agree with the official story. Physicist Samuel T. Cohen, known as a main inventor of the neutron bomb, stated in a letter to an Oklahoma uh, politician that he did not believe that a fertilizer bomb was capable of causing destruction in the Mira building. Likewise, Air Force Brigadier General uh, Benton K. Parton expressed an opinion that there must have been additional um, explosive charges inside the Mira building. So yeah. <clears throat> so it wasn't just his little car bomb. No, they they feel like there was more bombs in there, and there's there's some pretty sketchy stuff which we'll we'll get into later about uh, the government actually knowing and maybe planting bombs inside the building. So oh, fuck. Yeah, it it's at the World Trade. Have Center you been in a government again. building before? Um, uh, I've been in a, like to get my. My license, uh, like in like the DMV. Been, have you been in like, like uh, not a military? Like, have you been building. to the? Have you been to the Capitol? Yeah, been yeah. to the Capitol. How I many goddamn fucking Texas Rangers are out there? They're all fat yeah. and lazy though. Not over there. All those uh, guys I just went there. They're... Skin fades, flat tops. I walked in with a they knife. Look like Timothy McVeigh. I walked in. I walked in with a knife, and they were like, "Because yeah. they sized you up, they're like, he ain't doing shit." Yeah, look at he's like, I could have. I'll empty two clips in this full I had a backpack yeah. full of stuff, and they just let me right in. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. Yeah, because that's a backpack. What do you do with a backpack? Yeah, what do you got? It's not like you have a bomb in it. It's not like you rolled in there. Your bomb's not gonna blow up anything. You need a whole truck, a rider truck full of fertile. Fertilizer bombs. Yeah. Well, to blow up half a building, yeah. But yeah, you're gonna blow up like five people. You and like three people. They're like, ah, we'll take but that it. that exactly that that proves my fucking uh, theory that like a couple of fucking crazy dudes who have knowledge of bomb making could just roll could up anywhere it. and just do it. Yeah. And like Bill Clinton 
wouldn't have fucking known about it. It's I like I walked in ten times with ten different. We can literally be constructing a bomb in here them. right now. Who knows about it? Yeah, the three of us know about it. Well, now yeah. everybody, well, all our fans, all our fans, and, and then, then we can also, pu- and then we can put I love it my in. Fans. We can put it in uh, your car and then fucking go to the cat. We can be there in ten minutes, and it's like, and then someone's like, "Did Joe Biden know?" It's like the motherfucker don't know. We're in here, like yeah. we're from here to there. They also have underground parking in the Capitol, so that like if if he yeah. wanted if Timothy McVeigh wanted to blow up a Capitol building, the state Capitol would be the perfect place oh, to blow up. Shit, it's your boy in the yeah. building. Yeah. You want to jump on the mic? Come on in, Jack. Oh, we got Jack over here. He's about to jump on the mic. We're talking about the Oklahoma City bombing. Hell yeah, yeah. We great cameo. We we got we got Jack. This, this is gonna be our biggest episode yet. Oh oh, he just knocked his. his oh no. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. You you can fix it. Boom. This is this is not Michael Cooper. I just who's Jack? <laughs> oh, is this Michael? Is this Michael Cooper? Oh no! <laughs> I, was oh, trying, I was trying to get ahead of it. <laughs> Coop, welcome back. <laughs> I was informed that my brother was just here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just missed him. He had to go to an appointment. We got we got Michael Cooper. How are you doing, Michael Cooper? Good. To what topic are we speaking of tonight? <laughs> it's very intense. We're talking about the Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> Why is he breathing so hard? Why are you breathing so soft? Timothy McVeigh, born in 1968. Is this my show now? Yes, yeah, it's yeah, your it's show. show. Go, ahead. Go ahead. Former army tanker. Executed in 2001. Do you remember the name of his tank? His, uh, I didn't. I didn't go that far in my research. Please <laughs> don't interrupt. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't. I didn't interrupt. It was called SpaceX. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Proceed, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm assuming your research is as adequate as my brother's. So, to build off the government being involved, it is theorized that the Oklahoma City bombing was a controlled demolition by the government. In fact. When the story was being reported on the local news, they reported that two bombs went off a Richter scale. Readings show that two explosions had taken place. What do you think, Mike? I don't buy it. Don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy lettuce, and I don't buy that story. <laughs> I, I actually agree with that because what people were saying about the, the Richter scale thing where there was like two bombs, it was like it's expert- echo. Right? It's, it's the explosion, it's and, then the explosion the and then the actual building falling down. So that's what really happened. But oh. Like you have a bunch of conspiracy theorists who are like saying like, oh, there's two bombs in there. So like that, that's the best exp- explanation I have heard. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know why, you, like they don't think a fertilizer bomb that big in a, in a that, rider truck. That's also just like some bullshit fucking like factoid thing. It's like. Francis Ngannou has the strongest recorded punch in history. It's like, yeah. okay, well, Stipe Miocic fucking gassed him out in five rounds and won. Yeah. He took, like, no damage. So, <laughs> so much for your big, scary punch. And, Ooh, like, well, that's that's just, that's a factoid that doesn't matter. It was awesome in, in Jackass Forever, though. I didn't watch Jackass Forever. Francis Is that the Ngano- new one? Yeah, Francis Ngannou punched one of those dudes right in the dick. And it Is was, it good? It was awesome. Is the new Jackass yeah. good? Yes. Got, Out of respect for Bam Margera, I'm not going to watch Jackass forever. Fuck Bam. See? Whoa, 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 hey. Jesus Christ. We're pro Bam Margera podcast. No, we're not. <laughs> yes, uh, when we talk about him every every episode. We've never talked about him. We've I'm, literally talked about him every episode. 
Are you not paying attention? You're not paying attention. Anyone who's an Uncle Vito fan is big one of you as you. Oh, I'm a fan of all his family and friends, but just not him. Ryan Dunn, rest in peace. Ryan Dunn. Yeah. You like him because he's dead. I didn't like him until he died. Yeah, That's same cool. here. At least he died in a cool car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where are we at? So, oh. Like James Dean. Like oh, James Dean. I can put it right here. Okay. You, are you going to drink? You better not have herpes. You better not have herpes. You better not have herpes. I was going to drink it, but then I thought the same. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he's probably got herpes. And now like, it makes I, me think you have herpes. The contraction of herpes takes skin to skin contact. <laughs> Don't ask me why I know, but I'm not going to lie. I learned how to kiss from my brother, Matthew. We used to practice on each other. What a fucking homo. That's why the ladies say I'm such a good kisser. They say, where'd you learn to kiss like that? I said, my older brother. Matthew Cooper. Matthew. So. He was 19. I was 10. Oh man, we we got we gotta we gotta let Coop know like what's going on with this. It's kind of weird, right? I don't like picturing him kissing things, <laughs> but I like think, watching him kiss Coop with that big mustache, just just mm. making out with his just his awkward brother. face. Just a just a scrub, nice little scrub. Was he a good kisser? The best I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> but the student has become the master at this point. That's right. <laughs> So if you believe the controlled demolition theory or not, there was definitely some weird stuff with the people in government being being involved. Much like how the mafia deals with people threatening the rat, the government tends to get rid of whistleblowers or anyone that flies too close to the sun. The Oklahoma City bombing had some weird suicides that happened to people that were associated with the whole situation. One of the most unfortunate deaths was Kenneth Trentadu. Uh, Trentadu was arrested for violating his parole. Trentadu was mistaken as Richard Lee Guthrie, a member of the Aryan Republican Army. Uh, he was like he he was also seen as a co-conspirator that may be uh, may have been uh, John Doe number two. He was mistaken. Yeah, they thought the FBI thought he was uh, Richard Lee Guthrie, who helped him build the bomb. He was one of the people on the ARA. See, even if the government was involved, it's like that's not a, that doesn't that doesn't make it like better. No, that's like saying, oh, I just got some fucking I, I grabbed some fucking uh, dudes in front of Home Depot to help me carry out a terrorist act. It's like it's like yeah. those, these motherfuckers can't even get, they're like they don't even know who motherfuckers are. They're like, aren't you that one guy from the Aryan Republican Army? And he's like, no, um, no. They're like, yeah, you are. It's yeah. Like, no, I'm not. So let's th- kill you anyway. That's, that's like, exactly what the fuck. Happened. What kind of co-conspirators are these? Yeah. So it's when, garbage. Yeah. So is when he was like putting the blame on somebody, is that why they do that? Because yeah. they have to solve well, the, the, well, the blame. Well, the blame was fucking the, the, the fucking Timothy McVeigh is a good example. It's just like that motherfucker. That motherfucker got caught on a traffic stop. It's like. Yeah. He didn't have. You're his, not dealing with geniuses. He didn't have his license plate. So, like, that's yeah. why he got pulled over. He didn't have a fucking license plate on his car. He forgot to put it back on. Yeah. So, so that's the most fucked up part. Well, he's a little nervous. He just blew a building up. Yeah, he was trying to get the fuck out. My older brother, Matthew, and I used to spend our summers out at the Bundy Ranch. <laughs> Those people were also not fond of license plates. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're made by prisoners. It's a symbol of oppression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So okay. when when being interrogated, the feds were convinced that Trentadu was Guthrie after being shown a picture of Kenneth Trentadu. Tim- Timothy McVeigh is reported to have said, quote, now I know why Trentadu was killed because he thought he was Richard Guthrie, end quote. At 3.02 a.m. of August 21st, 1995, Trentadu's body was found hanging from a bedsheet while he's in prison. When the family received the body from the prison authorities, it was covered in wounds, cuts, bruises, leading the family to believe Trentadu had been tortured and beaten before his death. So his fucking pictures are rough. Like his eyes, like, fucking shut. Like, they, they beat the shit out of him. They rockied him. Yeah. They rocky forward the fuck out of him. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, two is when he lost. He, they rocky two him. Well, he, yeah, they he lost. He, he lost. He went to a draw. He lost in one. He won in two. But he lost the first one. He lost the first. But he also he got his he got the shit kicked out of him every movie in he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one he lost. He's basically trying to do part two. Mm. If they would have murdered him, what do you think, Mike? <laughs> Heavy breathing. My older brother <laughs> and I. Uh, <laughs> Have either of us ever told you how handsome our father was? <laughs> no, I haven't heard this. Rest in peace. I'm going to go rub one out in the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Michael, thank you for coming. Thanks, Mike. Always a pleasure. Mike Cooper. In Identical the building. twin of Matthew Cooper. Yeah. Nine years apart. Nine years apart. <laughs> twi- nine years apart twins. Share the same egg. It's because one of us was born in a leap year. (laughs) (laughs) Said one of them were born in a leap year. (laughs) Trentadu had sustained three heavy blows to his head. His throat had been cut. Prison authorities claimed that the wounds were self-inflicted. The day after Trentadu's death, Kevin uh, Rowland, the chief investigator of the the Oklahoma City, um, the Oklahoma State Medical Examiner, filed a complaint with the FBI reporting irregularities in the investigation of Trentadu's death. The coroner was at first not permitted into the cell where Trentadu had died, and the cell itself was washed out by the afternoon of August 21st, 1995, before the legally required investigation could be performed. The complaint went to the state that although the exact cause of death could not be determined, the claim that Trentadu had committed suicide was not consistent with the medical examiner's findings, and Trentadu can, uh, appeared to have been tortured less than one year after Trentadu's death. Guthrie, the guy they thought was him, would also be found dead in his prison cell. The day before he was scheduled to give a television interview, his death was also ruled a suicide by hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the most hilarious kind of fuck-ups by the FBI. They're like, oh, man, we killed the wrong guy. We found the real guy. Let's go. Ki- let Let's make him commit suicide. But I think I think that's a long. That's a there's a long history of like like well we got a suicide some fucking idiot that was just smart enough to do certain things like build a bomb or deliver a bomb or fucking do whatever the fuck you know obtain funds for but this why that kill and them if they're already in jail. What's that? Why kill him if they're fucked already? Well, well they because he was gonna where, talk. where's the next place you go after jail? Go to court. And it's like, can't have that. Can't well, have Guthrie, people talking on a public forum where they feel safe. About all the shit that went down. 
because they were doing some shady shit. You can't you can't have that. You can't have them going to court. Yeah, he was supposed to like I was saying, he was supposed to have he was scheduled to do a television interview. He was killed the day before he was supposed to do the interview. So it sounds like he committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like he was about That's to what expose I do before some an interview. shit. You commit suicide? Yeah. Maybe he was nervous. Before every job interview, you just... Yeah. Or before every interview before a wrestling match, you commit suicide. Try to kill myself. That's a good game. That's that's a good angle. Yeah. Just a suicidal wrestler. Suicidal wrestler, yeah. That was kind of like the Ultimate Warrior. That can't... uh, He died of a heart attack. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, my God. That's... (laughs) Next episode episode of Con Men. The Ultimate Warrior. The, the old true story. The, yeah. <laughs> I was there. What did Jim Helwig know? <laughs> so another the, another strange death was that of Sergeant Terrence Yankee. He was a sergeant at the Oklahoma City Police Department and was also one of the first responders to the site of the Oklahoma City bombing. He was known as a hero. He saved a lot of lives. He was pulling people out of the Are rubble. you wearing pajama pants? No, these are these are joggers. So he you can't come to work dressed like that. Yes, I can. Literally, uh, people like uh, Dan but, Holloway but, wears joggers to work. Yeah, but he's the boss. Yeah, but he's but he's like fucking. What you know? do you? You're literally in your underwear right now. What are you talking about? I don't work here. Yes, you. Yeah. Do. Oh, you don't work here. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, we almost exposed you. Who so, are you? Who are what you? What you need is American flag socks. Mm. Is yeah. that a, and, and, the, and the weird and, alligator crocs? Yeah. Sick. And, and the the Merrill fucking breathable crocs. That's what you need. Are those crocs or are they ripoffs? Uh, they're they're better than crocs. Yeah, they're made out of alligators. Alligators. Yeah, they're alligators in America. They're gates, dude. Fuck so, crocs. Crocs. So Terrence, anyone who wears crocs is a loser. And Fuck I'll crocs. Fight them I'm all about and gates now. Win. Yeah, gates. Get the gates, bra. Yeah. So gates for president. Oh, my God. No, I'd take it back. So, Yankee helped rescue people from the explosion. Yankee apparently committed suicide a year after the bombing. Mm -hmm. His family rejected that he committed suicide. Like most people that deal with a suicide, it's hard to deal with a suicide. But based on circumstances that that his wife explained in a radio interview, this death had a lot of red flags. Uh, his wife, uh, Tanya Yankee, explains what uh, Terrence told her right after he came home from the bombing. Uh, he walked in the house and was really disturbed. He told her, uh, quote, everything you, you are seeing on the news isn't what they're saying it really was. When she would ask him what he was talking about, he refused to tell her what, what he had saw. He was like kind of trying to protect her because this is like some really deep state kind of shit that like like she, he's like I can't tell you what this is for your own protection mm-hmm. he didn't say that but that's kind but of he what knew he in saying. his mind if he said he's something like, yeah if he, she'd get killed yeah like just be another no murder to, death kill yeah it would be like the Trent to do thing which or the Guthrie thing they knew too much um he was injured from the rescue and had to go to the hospital right after this all happened when he was saving people while he was in the hospital he was apparently threatened by someone there he told her to take him out of the hospital immediately. She said that the way he was acting was out of his character. That s- the same night he wanted that same night he wanted to go to the site of the bombing, but he wanted to go there when no one was there. So they went like kind of like at like three or four in the morning. He was unable to drive, so he had his wife take him there. When he arrived, he was stopped by an ATF agent who was 
kind of patrolling the area. The agent was antagonistic towards him. She described the altercation like uh, they knew each other, but not on a friendly level. It was like they had crossed each other earlier that day. So Sergeant Yakey later on, you know, they, they when they had to write a report on all this stuff, like a like a police report. So he reported all his findings. He would often he would often read these reports to his wife, but she said that he would not read that that one to her for some reason. When he turned it in, his supervisor let him know the report went missing. That supervisor told him to rewrite it and make it much shorter. <laughs> so they, holy shit. Yeah. So it was a little, a little weird, a little weird, a little weird. They that that they would do that. And this is all based off of her radio interview and everything that happened. Well, I mean, the the area was a crime scene. Yeah. There was like hundreds and hundreds of people Please. on on that case inside of 24 hours. It's the largest FBI investigation since the JFK yeah. assassination. Yeah, you can't just roll up there at 3 in the fucking morning. But like, this dude hello. Can't... People would be like, what the fuck are you doing here? What yeah. are you doing? Who are you? Yeah. Are you of course he's ante- of course the guy's antagonistic. He'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Do you the fucking building is not there's the embers are still smoldering <laughs> in the <laughs> night and yeah, you show why are you up coming here. Yeah, there's still pieces true. of there's still body parts. Yeah, it's, Why would he do that? What he wanted to get what he was trying to do, he was trying to build a case. Like he was trying to mm-hmm. get evidence that this was an inside job. Oh. So that was the whole thing. He knew there was something there that he never told and anyone. And he wouldn't tell his lady. He told mm-hmm. some family members, though. Dude, he sounds like Bruce Willis from Armageddon. <laughs> Explain. What, what part of... Remember when, when they go to the NASA and stuff, and they're like, your daughter can't come with you, and he's like, I don't keep anything from my daughter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can either tell me now and I'll tell her later, or you can tell us both right now. Yeah. He yeah. seems like the kind of guy that's like that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was keeping shit from her is crazy, right? Yes, yeah, Sergeant Yiki is Bruce Willis from Armageddon. I buy it. Yeah, so why wouldn't he tell her? Bruce Willis would have solved it, though. But what He is did it? give his life up for the Earth. I guess... The, the... No, he did it for... What's his name? Yeah, Steve Buscemi. But <laughs> yeah. what is to be gained? Why, why would anyone need a gun in space? Which is a very good question. That's, <laughs> plot hole. Plot that, hole. No, no, that's a setup for a sequel that never happened. Like, why would anyone need a gun in space? And then, boom, aliens. That's yeah. That's what the sequel should have been. But what is to be gained about blowing up the Oklahoma City building, like federal building? Like what it is, is what is the what is to be gained? It is the past anti-terrorism laws. The, so what happens when you go to Guantanamo Bay? Since you're a terrorist, you I am. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when I go there. So when you go there, you don't you don't get the the protections of habeas corpus. Mm-hmm. You just they could throw you in prison and never you never see a judge. You're just okay. in there. You don't have any rights. Sure. So they're trying to do that. They can punish people. I'm not saying what Timothy McVeigh was did was very wrong, but they can set a new precedent where they can be like, oh, that's a domestic terrorist, and they can just throw you in prison, and basically you, you're forgotten about. Okay. That's, that's the whole I argument guess, on this. Then I guess my second question would be, because of the Oklahoma City bombing, like what policies were put in place because, like, what is the Patriot Act equivalent of the Oklahoma City bombing? Yeah. Because I'm sure whatever it, it is, it's like, like, oh, we got a fucking, we got a fucking friskier balls with a fucking electro spang, uh, fucking, uh, fucking whatever the fuck. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you need to walk through an X-ray machine, take your shoes off. It's like airport. Well, shit. it was it was you a know? bill. It was, you know know you, I mean? you like, get cancer from that. Sure, that's why I don't fly a lot. People who fly a lot die, especially like you know, as famous people die all the time. I fly a lot. That hasn't happened. When's the last they, time it's, a, it's when a famous person died in a plane accident? It's not from the. It's from the plane itself. Planes give off significant amounts of radiation, it's and you gasoline. also breathe uh, uh, re- uh, circulated air. They could put anything in the air. If you believe in chemtrails, you should believe that you can't trust the air inside. That'd of be it. a good episode, future episode. That has to be a thing. Chemtrails, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that more than chemtrails. I believe the chemtrails in every pair of underwear I own. <laughs> that's that's one of your wrestling moves. The chemtrail. Chem oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a head scissors. <laughs> And you but, fart in their face. But you fart. Yeah. You're all, give me a mic. <laughs> and then you. And, and it was like, goes, ah, chemtrail. And it goes through the arena. Yeah. And everyone yells chemtrail. And then the guy just taps. Yeah. I, I take a sparkler and shove it up my ass. And then I zip line into the ring. And it leaves a chemtrail. <laughs> then, shit. This is so good. They have to tap out. It smells like grape four loco and pasole. <laughs> That's good shit. Grape four loco is the best one. It's 14%. The other ones are 12 yeah, I need to get you into wine, man. Yeah, I don't drink them anymore. Same percentage. I'm off, I'm off but the It's like twelve percent, right? What What is a wine? No more loco. That's good. Yeah, I'm off it. Wine. I mean, yeah, you it. can get to twelve and higher. I do vodka and, and ghost now. Dude, that that's it's such yeah, a good, good mix. It's the perfect podcast mix. So if you're doing a podcast, get this ghost energy drink. Who's also not a sponsor because everyone's scared to sponsor us. Fuck you. I'm trying to get a coffee sponsor right now. I'm working on something. Oh, I've heard of this. Did I tell you I had a fucking... I was talking to a vodka company like a few months ago. Yeah. And the guy just ghosted me. Fuck him. But he was like sucking my dick and was just like, oh, You probably listened to the... uh... The woman drivers episode. That's just, <laughs> I've, I've had, he was like, oh, fuck. I've had two major fucking Austin companies like talk to me and total totally suck my dick and be like, oh, we want to do a thing with podcasters and people from Texas and Austin, yada yada yada. And then like, one of them, I was just like, look, I basically like, like you can't fucking, you don't want me representing your shit because they're they're like mildly woke. And then the other company which just ghosted me. It so. whenever the whole just really fucking offensive podcast when that comes back, which I, I think we're we're gonna be huge. <laughs> this gotta be more popular. Tim Dillon is 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 a like look just like Legion of Skanks. Tim Legion Dillon is a YouTube. brilliant orator. He's like he's like Hitler. You know, he's a brilliant gay yeah. orator. I'd follow him. His last episode was so fucking funny, dude. And it was so fucked up. Like yeah. but he got all the sponsors. He says worse shit than us. Oh yeah. There's a lot of companies. We'll say, get there. Yeah. Yeah. We're so, on our way. So the, the last conversation that Sergeant Yakey had with his wife. Yakey. Yakey. Uh, he said, quote, as soon as I shake these feds that are following me, I'll be back and we'll go to dinner. Terrence Yankee was never heard from again. So details of his murder. I call it murder because he totally didn't commit suicide. Mm-hmm. According to the report. Terry slashed himself 11 times on both forearms before cutting his own throat twice near the jugular vein. Then apparently seeking even a more private place to die, he crawled another mile of rough terrain away from his car and climbed a fence, a barbed wire fence, by the way, before shooting himself in the head with a small caliber revolver. What appeared to be there was also a rope burn on his neck, handcuffed bruises on his wrist and muddy grass embedded in the slash wounds strongly indicating that he had... Is this Terry su- Nichols? <laughs> no, this is Yankee. 
Man, that's some this kinky is our, shit. Yeah, and, he must and, have and been what did what did he do shit. wrong? He was the one that was going. He was he was the officer that was saved all those people, but he also saw. Um, he was the one that was going to expose all the stuff that he had saw. So he was gathering evidence, and that he, was, that's what he, he did the day before his interview. Interview. Oh, that's no, the other guy. The, yeah, his wife was the one that was doing the interview, but this is much. This was after he died. Damn. So uh, the bullet entrance what a weird wound, kink. Yeah. So the bullet entrance wound that was in his right temple above his eye, it went through the policeman's head and exited in the area of his left cheek. Near the bottom of the earlobe, I wish Coop was here for this because it's such a Clinton kind of murder because it was through the back of his ear, which all the Clinton murders shot himself in the head. Like yeah, this. it was it's uh, 40 to 40, a 40 to 45 degree angle above his head. There was no powder burns from the gun. There was you know how guns are. <laughs> they, yeah, so that means the gun had to be far enough away where the muzzle flash. There didn't. was no powder burns on his head. Anywhere well, he on shot his body. himself from here and then and but, exited that way. And but there was none on his body at all. No powder burns at all. None. So no weapon. Why even bother having the body to have all this like fucking spooky nonsense? It's hard to on. kill somebody. It's is what well, it was it, the '90s. You could still get away with doing that stuff. It's like, without... Can't you just fucking like fucking just burn that motherfucker or throw him in a fucking uh some, you know bucket of acid wild or some by shit? the city your pants you're just a young fbi agent like i gotta figure this out i've He's seen not... x files i've there's nothing to indicate you can, the fbi you can, is doing anything like you can this. convince people that you committed suicide a lot easier than just disappearing the guy like you're saying you to burn the body mm-hmm. you burn the body you're like well and, and trying to get rid of all the evidence you're like that's well, he, harder to hide. That's it's hard harder to, to hide a body. He shot like, himself. He fucking right killed there. himself. Like the FBI said, he killed himself. So no weapon was ever reported as found at the scene, but independent investigators speculated that Yankee had shot himself with a standard police issue, a Glock 9mm or a three fifty seven Magnum, which are totally different guns. Was it guns. his own gun? A three fifty seven is way better than a 9mm. Was it his own gun? That's what they're saying. A standard police issue. Yeah, his, but they didn't say it was his gun. Yeah. Interesting. His head would have been the far... Gun, they would can be you able put to... magnum rounds into a fucking Glock? No. No. Because the bullets are way... They're bigger. Glock uses like... Have you shot a three fifty seven before? It's yeah. a very powerful gun. So, like, they're saying his head would have been far more destroyed than it apparently was. Because it wasn't... But that's what I'm saying. Like, why even bother fucking... They're just throw... Like, what's the point of having a body? Like, yeah. what's the point? I think it's all just half-assed. Like, thrown mm-hmm. together, kind of like, you know, making a murder. Yeah. The guy probably, that whole thing, like, they were just kind of like, ah, oh, throw a bullet in there, do the thing, no one's going to give a shit, we're just, th- we're just making this scene, we're covering it up, like, they've done it so much that they ha- they're, like, lazy about it. Yeah. Also, it's like, what did he, like, know for sure? So, what, base what, what happened the day of his... Wait, can I ask you guys something? How yeah. would you kill yourself? You're going to just kill yourself because you're stressed out, tired with a gun. Bullet. No, but you had a pistol. How would you shoot yourself? How would I uh, shoot myself? I, I Behind tried... the head or... Yeah, on, on the temple because that's like a, that's a guaranteed death. There's no way you can survive that. You put it in the temple, you're not surviving that. It's not going to go through the top of your head. If you point it straight at your head... Shoot it, boom. Right here's the this is the most safest way to kill yourself for sure, like this. Is it? Oh he's pointing at his eye. Well, into the eye at an angle towards your nose. Open eye. 
preferably. And then it goes right into then your you brain. you still have an open and, casket. And if you use a small caliber round, it won't exit. It'll ricochet around in your brain and kill you for sure. <sighs> I would say a bomb. I'm just... No, but I, why, why I'm asking is but because... But a bomb's a lot, but... I'm not saying how you would do it. I'm saying, like, if you killed yourself with a pistol, how would you point it at yourself? Mm. Does anybody ever go like this? No. No. I'd probably stick it's it hard in, to I'd shoot probably, like that. I'd probably stick it in my mouth. Yeah. You, so so, the so that there's no visible or on the side of entry the head. room. But because, what if you miss the brain? Is Like, what if it just goes out of your neck? I'll use a three fifty seven Magnum. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 I use a forty five lungs. <laughs> <laughs> You got him off guard. That's a good one. So, so the day of Plasma his... Plasma rifle. The day of Yankee's death... <laughs> Phased plasma rifle with the 40 watt range. I don't know. I, 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 have, a, I have a weird... Uh, like I, I don't know. I find like... Uh, this should be a thing. This, should be, this can be a Patreon thing where we just hypothesize about suicide. Because I, I had a conversation with my dad when he was dying of cancer. And mm-hmm. he was like... Talking about like he's like if I fucking shot myself in the backyard like would you be upset and I'd be like I, and and it was like during Christmas and my mom wasn't around we were just like sitting by the fire I was like I'm like why you feel suicidal he's like no he's like but he's like I just fucking got done with my first round of chemo and he's like I might have to do it again and he's like I don't know if I could fuck he ended up not doing a second round he was just already like so fucking deteriorated at that point Oof. but he was just like. He's like, you know, he's like, I don't want everyone being all weird if I shot myself. He's like, because I'm not suicidal. It's just like, I'm definitely going to. He's like, I smoked fucking cigarettes, cigars, and pipes for fucking 40 years. He's like, I knew I'd get lung cancer eventually. He's like, and I know I'm not going to make it out of this. He's, you know, so he's Mm -hmm. like, and I was like, I was basically like, no, I wouldn't be upset. Like, if you told me, and then you just did it, and like, I think I'd be, uh, not you, well yeah you do in the yard so you, it's not yeah. as much cleanup you could just kind of right. like hose it down and next in the kind of like he was thinking on like some like weird multiple level inception shit because my mom when my mom and my stepdad came back from their honeymoon they went to my grandpa's house where my uh my great grandma lived my tita lives so so yeah because they're all mexican as fuck and like you like when you're when you get old you fucking move in the fuck you move in your fucking like old people into your house and you take care of them and my tita like she died in the backyard my grandpa's house and he was like out of town Mm -hmm. and she must have been laying there for like a couple days so when they came back from their honeymoon they came to the house and like they no one was home and they went to the backyard and my grandpa had this insane backyard it was probably like five fucking acres and it was beautiful it was just fucking pomegranate trees and cacti and pigeon cages and shit. It was beautiful. But she was, like, dead on one of the trails. And they could tell, like, she was dead for, like, a couple of days. Like, she was oh, out there just like, sort of thing. And I think, like, he was, like... Don't say yuck about Tita. Yeah. It's, no, it's just, like, you... Because it's, it's, it's clearly a, not her anymore. It's being eaten by bugs. Yeah. There's, like, a, probably, brutal, like, a man. fucking... I think that's why he asked me about it specifically, like in the backyard. He's Don't like, let me ride he's in. He's like, well, this fuck out was this like fuck up your mom, but I think he knew when fuck up my mom. Because my mom's like still a nurse. Yeah. She watches people die every day, and she's like completely unaffected by it, which I don't under yeah I don't understand how she's not an insane person. Like she is so, like she's able to turn completely dis yeah yeah just turn it off, disconnect from work. And she's still the most like happiest person I've ever met and shit. Yeah, I but couldn't, I couldn't fucking deal with that. But that's the whole thing is like, like, keep, like keeping bodies around where people are just like, 
maybe that's a whole segment of the fucking intelligence community is like people who are just like, all right, we're going to shoot him behind the ear and then we're going to rub rope on his neck and then we're going to cut his forearms a couple of times. So it's like when they find the body, they're not going to know what to think. But the rope thing is, is, oh, yeah, is the true. strangest because one. Because he was like, probably fine. He was probably just driving his car and maybe they were like fake police, put a siren on the car, pull him over, mm-hmm. pulled him out of the car. And then he realized like, oh shit, these guys aren't cops. And then he probably has all these defensive wounds from fucking like fighting off two dudes. Yeah. Tried to jump over a barbed wire fence, got cut up, and then when they finally caught up to him, they were just like, "That's what I was thinking." Yeah. I, so, so like, I was thinking it was like young cadets, and they're like, "All right, you want to be a part of this? <laughs> you got to go kill. Got to jump your punk ass in. You got to kill that yeah. guy." And they're like, they try to hang yeah. him, but they're like, "Fucking." Do you want to be in the FBI or not? That actually makes more sense. It's I have like to go le- to now. Okay. Uh, hold on. You, how much time you what got? The fuck I have is to record this? the Jack session. You got five minutes. Can you give us five minutes? It's five twenty. That's, on, that's Mexico City oh, time. Oh, yeah. get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you guys can handle this on your own. This will be cute. This will be good for you guys okay. to like learn each other, get to know each what other. Are you ta- we were talking on the phone earlier. And like, you know, do all that kind we of stuff. We have conversations when you're not around. Yeah. We're actually best friends. You don't even yeah, know I love about you this. guys. So, He's going to my wedding. You don't even know about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually wedding. catering the wedding. I hope you go to the wedding. You said I was invited. I already talked to my best man. We're roasting, Is Joel going? roasting a pig. Um, I mean, that I... I couldn't give him a hard yes until I got an answer from you. First. Yeah, so we'll talk about this uh, outside. Of, go, go, go to your little show. Okay. We're roasting the corazón. Thanks for having the me. Yeah. But, oh, cool, Ram. That's that's some authentic Mexican shit right there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. Ro- <laughs> 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 oh no! There goes our light. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, so if anyone heard that, Elenizio, brain trauma is not a laughing matter. He, he forgets how to stand up. He's gonna have to walk around. Oh no, he's <laughs> gonna die! Oh, he just moved the couch. So the same day that he was killed, like I've been trying to get off, was <laughs> he he was supposed to meet. This is according to very close family members. His sister and his mom were saying this because they 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 run this thing where they're trying to find justice. For Taron Shiki, yeah, he had he had a VHS full of evidence. Yeah. So he, he before like the last day his wife saw him, he he had a VHS, a VHS player. He shoved in there. He had a bunch of evidence. He was supposed to meet someone at this restaurant and give him all the the evidence. So he never made it to that restaurant, and that's when he was killed. So this person he was probably talking to was maybe an FBI informant. <sighs> So they killed them all. And that's the thing is like people like this. It's like, I know hindsight's 2020, but it's like, if you're in this position, like what's the most obvious thing to do if you are going to go give a videotape, assuming that it's the only copy to one person that you, I guess, trust. I guess you got to kind of tell your wife. You have like, to make copies. That's the most obvious thing. You make think- copies and you send it to the press that says, if anything happens to me, this needs to come out. That seems like the most obvious thing to do. Oh, Jesus. El <laughs> ah! Amnesio is out of control. We can't stop him. He cannot be stopped. He, he fell over and accidentally gave Adam a blowjob. Weird. I love your Austin shirt, Amnesio. Way to represent. Austin 316. There yes, you go. sir. Yeah, so he... So Yankee was clearly murdered. For knowing too much. That's 
That's what I got from the whole story. The mm-hmm. the mur- the the suicide is so fucking crazy, where he cut himself eleven times on his wrist, and he had a, it. It just feels like the FBI started to kill him, and they're just That's like, not "This isn't killing him." Insanely crazy. Let's try to let's try to like choke him out with this rope. There are, right. there has been people who have self mutilated before committing suicide. That's possible. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like definitely what happened, but I'm saying mm-hmm. that there is somebody, I'm sure there's someone out there is like, yeah, but there's people who self-mutilate prior to committing suicide. And it's like, yes, I acknowledge that that's a, a thing. Yeah. Like, like there are some people who experiment with like cutting themselves, choking mm-hmm. themselves. Cutting your thinking, wrist yeah. is the, literally the worst way to commit suicide. You want to die right. by bleeding out? That That's not a good way. It's gonna take a while for you to bleed that, out. That's someone who's like that's like that's like choking someone to death with your bare hands. Yeah. It's like it's like but to yourself. It's like it seems like such a personal thing to do. Yeah. Where it's just like you, it's for attention. Like every time yeah. you hear about oh, it's that a cut. very dramatic scene that you're you're creating. So when you're when someone finds you, they're just like oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Oklahoma sitting mayor Nate may not have been an inside job, but there is definitely some weird circumstances with this one with the strange suicides the anonymous co-conspirators who by the way were not arrested there was only like four people that, uh, that were arrested mm-hmm. uh he attacked a federal building with that was not the atf headquarters by the way was on the other side of town but we went over that last week where the atf building would have been harder to bomb like the mirror building because the mirror building had the parking lot that was underground right under it and the atf building was more spread out it, it was yeah uh, that it was, was more a very, of a campus very good point that you made last week by but you had it just sounded weird to me and i was like i need to see what this fucking building looks like because yeah. like i've like i used to live near a federal building and it was just a big fucking rectangle of cement yeah that was like flanked on either side by like major fucking roads it's like that's a fucking. It was. It's more of an old school type of building. It's I like lived a, next to a federal building during nine eleven, and fucking that fucking building, like you couldn't get within like two blocks of that fucking building without. Because getting, of this, probably. I I, I think this sure. really set a precedent of how federal buildings are treated. That would be what. That, that's like four years, three mm-hmm. three and a half, four years after nine. Uh, uh well, nine eleven was after. It was that. six years prior Sorry. to nine eleven because ninety five. Sure. So it's, yeah. it's like, it's so yeah, it's, I hope I have that year right. I don't have the, the number. It was either 93 or 95. I'm pretty sure it's 95. Yeah. It's, it's like, I understand, um, you know, you would think all federal buildings would just be like not in a city center. Yeah. So, um, and so the, the federal government was able to pass bills that would other, otherwise have trouble passing if it wasn't for the domestic, uh, terrorist attack. So the the whole thing, like if if he, they were just trying to pass this bill without there being an actual attack, it's kind of like nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Like you, this is an argument to do to pass something like like the um, like the Patriot pa- Act. Yeah, Patriot Act was locked. The, it was just sitting around ready to fucking ready yeah. to go. They the, just needed. You got to get this shit through. Yeah, to get and, fucking pushed through. And you're you're using the the best time to pass bills is through emotional times, and this is what mm-hmm. happened. So what 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 would you think of this whole theory? Like overall, I know we went through a lot. We went through suicides. We went through the whole uh, where it was the government involved. Like what yeah. what would you kind of gauge all this? 
if you were to kind of think about this this whole conspiracy i would i would compare it to uh oliver stone's film jfk Mm. i would say it's a lot like that where it's like the people like timothy mcveigh terry nichols like the degrees of separation to people who are in the intelligence uh community military things like that i think you can draw after the fact like ooh, very close fucking like, why do you know this guy who's in this agency? And why do you know this guy who's in this fucking mm-hmm. special operations fucking whatever in the middle? It's like you can draw those things after the fact pretty easily. But I think like at the time it's I I and uh, unlike Oswald, I think mm-hmm. the lone gunman thing is a th- more so true in the Oklahoma City bombing thing. It's just I think I think people are capable of building a fucking bomb, driving it up to a building and fucking detonating it. I think that's you know, I think people on the periphery that yeah. made that possible were probably compartmentalized. Like they didn't know like they were they knew a guy or maybe helped Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols like obtain materials that mm-hmm. would end up like they didn't know what they were doing. They were just like, Oh, I need fucking I need a I need a rider truck with no VIN number. Yeah. And no one was asking. And they were asking people who weren't going to ask, like, why do you need that for? They were just like, all right, you got fucking like four grand on you. And they're like, yeah, I do. And then fucking boom. It's and then you have a truck. Now you have a fucking vehicle. Yeah. You know, I think it's more of like that. Or like, why do you someone who's just like, I need fucking like, you know, two tons of fertilizer. And no one was like, well, what do you need that for? They were just like, all right, fucking. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be X number of dollars. And they're like, do you take cash? And they're like, yeah, we do. And then boom, it's it's. Mm-hmm. But those people were probably like happened to be connected to whatever. And then after the fact, you're like, well, why do you know that person? Like, I don't think those people knew as I don't think it was that big of a fucking web of conspiracy. I think it was probably yeah, a, a very tight nucleus between the guys who were building the bomb and the guys who ended up detonating it. And the people on the periphery didn't know exactly what was going on. Yeah. Because like, it's like, why would you? Why would the president know that fucking a couple of guys are going to go fucking some extremist fringe guys are going to go fucking blow? It's like, yeah, people can say like, well, well, if this fucking bombing takes place, then like certain policies can get pushed. through. It's like those fucking policies were going to get pushed through one way or another. Yeah. You know what I mean? If not this year, five years from now, 10 years from now, or some other incident would would trigger it. But, But this was like something you can put on the news like that's this is also around the time where network television was like a big goddamn deal like 20 the 24 hour news cycle like was yeah. still pretty new around this time it was it's a lot of it has to do with how they're pushing back against anti-government stuff mm-hmm. so with the waco siege yeah ruby ridge i think they're kind of trying to quash all this stuff and if there was a conspiracy where I don't think they were like, we're going to help these guys out. I think if if there's any believable thing is they just kind of allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. They can be like that, uh, like just kind of like just we'll, we'll, we'll just close our eyes and be like, we'll we'll deal with it. And then we'll make sure this shit doesn't happen again, which it hasn't since really ever domestically. 
because you had 9-11, but that's not domestic. I mean, there's there's been a lot of domestic bombings, but... More shootings, because you have, like, the you know, Pulse shooting in... Definitely in, more, but then you have, like, the London subway bombing. Yeah, I'm and the saying videos the are that States. Like, the videos of that are, like, I mean, not... There's not many videos I watch where I'm just like, fuck, that's... I've never seen any of these. Ter- it's horrible. It's, like, footage of just, like, subway, you know, it's, like, walkway in the center, trains are... Uh, you know, going out, going one way, trains on, and it's just like, boom, 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 boom. It was just like a cluster of fucking bombs, and you just see people, and then you just see them consumed by a ball of fire, and it's like, whoa, this locked fucking like surveillance camera, and it's Where like, you get that video from? It's online. If you look up London bombing video, on YouTube, or is it like, yes, probably on, on Rumble? YouTube. But you yeah. gotta find it on, uh... and it's it's fucked up. You're just like, fuck. Someone had to carry that shit out. It's like, you know, or even the Boston Marathon bombing, which wasn't like. Yeah, a mass casualty event, but it was just some motivated guys who got radicalized who were just like I'm who are also who we talked about. Uh, man, that was like an early episode. Yeah, these guys. One of the guys was an FBI informant. Which yeah, that it's a pretty well. It's it's one of our least listened to episodes, but it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, that's back. the thing. Is like if if uh, from what I can tell is like conspiracies like this are made by are the only that happen through low level expendable people mm-hmm. like people who are shot callers are nowhere near this. It's all these like video Corleone dudes. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's fucking, it's fucking Polly from Goodfellas like in prison, but he's fucking calling shots on the outside. It's like, yeah, but all those motherfuckers that are doing the work on the outside, all of them are expendable. Mm-hmm. All of them. And next thing you know, you end up in a fucking freezer truck on a meat hook. It's like, it's, it's like you 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 you're a soldier and you do the fucking shit you're required to keep the organization going. But if you fuck up and if we think you're compromised in any way, you're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's probably more like that. Like you don't have like you have people who are just smart enough and specialize in one or two very specific things, mm-hmm. but you don't. But you keep them compartmentalized. You don't tell them the whole plan. You're like, all you need to know is I need you to build a bomb. That was a. That was a fucking thing. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Somebody, I'll have to, I'll have to find out what that was. But somebody, some guy who was like a bomb expert was like hired by the government to like construct a bomb. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, and they actually ended up using it for something. And he, they were like, he's like, whoa, I had no idea you were going to use this. I thought you yeah, just it wanted was, some bomb expert to well, like create a bomb. Well, you know, um, there was like some, some connection between Timothy McVeigh and the guy that did the original um, uh, Tina Fey, yeah, <laughs> no, the the original uh, World Trade Center bombing. So really? like they they had there was a certain connection. It's it's a it's kind of far fetched. I didn't write it into the episode. Was that like a Muslim extremist guy? Yeah. So like the he since he was overseas, he fought in the Gulf War. Like mm-hmm. he like he there was I I didn't do a lot of research. So like if you're at home, you're listening to this, kind of look into. Timothy McVeigh, and I think Terry Nichols had something to do with it, where he had a connection with the original World Trade Center bomber, which I can't remember. I didn't write it down, but it's it, it's 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 a good um, the whole Oklahoma City bombing thing is it's you can you can spend a whole night, which a lot of these things like you're like oh I'm gonna look into this, and then you start looking at well I'm gonna keep looking, and mm-hmm. then you look up at the clock, it's fucking five thirty in the morning. You're like yeah. oh shit. I got to get up. <laughs> I got to go to sleep so I can get a few hours before work. But it is, this is one of the one of the one of my favorite things to look into because there's a lot to it. 
Yeah, and um, I have a theory on kind of, uh, you know, sort of like public casualty events like this or like Pulse nightclub shooting type stuff. Mm-hmm. I think in the future, those things will start to go away. Yeah. And this is somebody, this is, if if somebody is conspiracy minded, I think they would agree with me in that, like, those things don't have an effect in a way where, like, you can manipulate public perception like you used to because like people are just like, Oh, some horrible shooting took place in, or a shooting took place in a school that, that just makes people who are like, like hardcore fucking second amendment double down be like, well, you should allow gun. Don't put gun free zone in a fucking school. Maybe yeah. fucking schools wouldn't get shut up or mm-hmm. maybe for your fucking security guards in your club should be allowed to carry. Yeah. You know, there's there's security guards, aren't they? I, I know a lot of fucking security guard yeah, guys it, who bounce in bars, who fucking like, like guard buildings and they have their guard car and they can carry a gun and shit like that. It's like maybe if somebody was there, like it's like it's like an air marshal. You can have air marshals for regular or you can just not fucking depend on a fucking air marshal at the grocery store and just have people have the option to just fucking carry guns on them. Well, it's like that the, that church shooting, what was it, like five or six years ago in mm-hmm. Texas, where they tried to go and shoot all those people, and then they had a guy that was... Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not I'm not an NRA guy, but he this guy was a great shooter, and he fucking took that guy out. Yeah. So the, the NRA guy was actually a hero. NRA is persistent, man. Never get on one of their email lists because they will not leave you alone. Yeah, and That's I don't, I don't hate. I, I think some of those stuff's kind of like mm, I don't really agree with you, but for I'm the most a, part, as, as, as but as, they're standing up for as a, a civil amendment. rights organization. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm on their side. I'm fucking like, 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 yeah, like my dad was an NRA guy. I mm-hmm. fucking was an NRA member for a long time and shit like that. And then I, I believe like Second Amendment is very important. Yeah, and I think like, like things where there's like mass shootings and stuff where. Like politicians and people can take advantage of that. Be like, see, this is exactly why we need to get rid of guns. It's like, no, no, you need to arm the populace because criminals are not going to obey gun laws. So maybe if you have people who could, who are trained, who can fight back, will fight back in a situation instead of just being shot like a fish in a barrel. Gun, gun control laws punish gun owners, like law abiding citizens more than criminals. Yeah. Criminals are going to kill when they want if they there has in their mind they're not just gonna stop like i don't know that's mm-hmm. that's illegal i can't do that because it's illegal like that's that's the dumbest fucking logic imaginable like they're they're gonna stop murder because they can't get an illegal gun like they're doing the worst crime possible besides rape rape is the worst one but i mean murder they're just like i can't do this because i this is uh illegal like no they're gonna get the guns anyway yeah. So you're just punishing people like law-abiding citizens that are just trying to protect their homes. Yeah, and informed gun owners, like, you want people like that, people who are connected, what is it, like USCCA? Like, you want yeah. you want people like that, like people who are, like, it's one thing if you're trained how to use a firearm. It's another thing if you're trained how to use a firearm and understand the, the repercussions of, like, shooting someone in your own house yeah. or shooting somebody in a public place or something. It's like, like knowing... Mm-hmm. Like knowing how to navigate that once that happens, because it's not like you're gonna shoot the guy and run off. It's like you're like, okay, cops are coming. They're get, I have you have to let them know I have a gun. I had to know I let them know I shot the guy. They're gonna want to. They're gonna want to know what the fuck's happening. I'm gonna have to get a lawyer. 
It's like people should think steps ahead like that. Learn just advice. I mean, I'm not a guy that gives advice, but I'm, <laughs> Dude, who, shut the fuck up. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> but also, get be get a gun. Have plenty of ammo. Learn how to shoot the gun. Teach your if 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 you're a man, teach your your lady. I mean, I mean, some women know how to shoot guns better than men. So invest in ammo. Invest in ammo. You can te- never have te- enough. Teach your Teacher, like that—that that should be a culture. Like living in Texas, I know a lot of people. They've been shooting guns since they were nine years old. True. And so, yeah. like that's—that's that's a thing. Like it, it, that's another thing if, the RRA does. They have fucking shooting competitions yeah. for young people, yeah. and they just make it not scary. Yeah, it, it's like a, I have a niece that fucking does horse barrel racing on a full size horse. Yeah. And there's videos that my stepsister fucking taking of her getting bucked off and just eating shit. Yeah. Like, which is probably more. If you're a if you're a grown man, you get bucked off a fucking horse. That's gonna fucking ruin your goddamn day. Like, that's a far fall to drop. And you can, yeah, you break your hip. This is a little fucking girl, and she's like doing barrel racing and shit. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, don't make it so it's not scary. Yeah, get on the horse and fucking learn how to control the horse. That's like what a gun is. Learn how to fucking respect it and master it, and then it won't be scary. You're teaching a kid to shoot like a twenty-two. Like yeah, that's, dudes, it's just not going to kill you. Like it, it would take six of those to kill somebody. That's how my stepdad fucking trained me. We had a, he had a twenty-two Luger and a twenty-two rifle, and that's just what we would go. Yeah, target the shooting bullets with. are are this small. Yeah, like they're tiny. But like, it's like it's like learning the marksmanship, learning how to load it, how to clean it. Like mm-hmm. those are great. Like a twenty-two is great for that. And then you, and then you actually feel stoked to move up in caliber. You know, mm-hmm. to the more cooler look, because like really all the cooler looking guns are the, you know, higher caliber ones. But it's like learning what different ammo is. It's like, don't use your expensive ammo at the range. No. <laughs> like, like little shit like that, that matters. And it's like, you go to the range, you fucking bust off a fucking, you know, a lot of rounds, like learn how to fucking clean your gun, how to store it. All those little, all those little things you learn. It's like, it's like learning how to work on your car. Yeah. So. And cars kill a lot of fucking people. <laughs> yeah. So either way. Um, back to Oklahoma City Bomb. We, we got to end this episode because we're losing uh, people as we go through the podcast. <laughs> losing people. We uh, we lost uh, Coop. Uh, oh, you mean Michael Cooper, who came in? Uh, Jack Mandeville. Uh, we lost uh, our fucking uh, El Amnesio. But yeah, so um, we just started a Patreon. Check out our Patreon. Uh, we're gonna be uploading some some stuff pretty soon. I, I uploaded a video, but it, it's it's from an episode. But we will be putting out bonus content on there. We will be giving you guys live shoutouts. Just come in, sign up for the for the Patreon. It's gonna be a lot of fun stuff that we cannot do on the regular show. So if you want to see some fucked up stuff, this is the mind of Adam Hester. <laughs> So that if you want to see the mind of Adam Hester, if that's your thing, this might be this might be the most wild podcast you will ever hear. I'm just telling you right now, it's gonna be some good stuff. So you want you want to give a little pitch to our new Patreon, uh, our new Patreon subscribers. Yeah, um, I mean we're definitely gonna do things that you cannot do on uh, YouTube for sure. Things that we cannot post on our social media for sure. But it's shit that it's like um, at least fitting in with the you know with the content of the show. It's it's shit that's gonna uh, make sense. You know, it's 
there's only so much shit you like we can't talk about you know um prolapse assholes a, a prolapse assholes <laughs> or election fraud on on the show and then put on youtube and then not expect to get fucking flagged so. yeah we're, we that that's basically what's happening on youtube right now i put up the pizzagate video all my other videos were it it was increasing in viewership but pizzagate it was weird youtube and instagram i posted on instagram and it had the video for pizzagate had more likes than views like how the fuck is that possible how is more people <laughs> liked it than they viewed it? That's so it, hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's fucking wild. It, yeah, that's that makes me think it's real. Know. So like looking at Pizza Game. You know, and if you if you listen to Skeleton Factory, my show, um, I think the melding of like the the guys from this show, fucking Coop, Amnesio, and fucking Sean, I think uh, since like Skeleton Factory is like a one man show, I don't collaborate with anybody. So I think having a show where it's sort of like what I'm doing with like other people i think that's that's gonna be a it's gonna be a good thing and i like i i look at like fucked up shit on the internet so if you like that um you can watch along with us <laughs> yeah well, well the thing about how he does his show by himself is a very hard thing to do and only a few people can do it adam can do it i know ross can so these are two people i know personally tim dylan can do it i feel like no one else can do it i mean they probably can but it's and bill like, burr Bill Bird does it, but only does it for thirty minutes. So like yeah. he he stops because it's fucking hard. So like for I'm not Adam to do it, by I'm not gonna compare my two hour shows to a thirty minute Bill Burr show, but it, it it's true. Doing a show by yourself is it's a skill. Good. It it's yeah. it's something that I couldn't do. I could probably do it, but not as good as, as these guys. So check out uh, Skeleton Factory podcast. I know he's known as a skeleton man in the the chats. So kind of give a uh, what are you guys talking about this week? Uh, well, uh, let's see. Episode thirty one is currently up right now, and it is uh, part two of the uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man series, and it's a uh, Tetsuo two body hammer. I'm also talking about uh, Boyd Rice's book, The Last Testament of Anton. Sander LaVey, who is the um, yes. who is the head of the Church of Satan, and it's basically a book about his relationship with uh, Anton LaVey during his lifetime. And um, so I'm going chapter by chapter, kind of doing a book report every episode. And then uh, I'm also bringing up uh, my favorite movies about cars that kill people because there's because <laughs> yes. there's quite a few good ones and uh, and quite a, and a lot of bad ones. So that's episode 31 and episode 32, which will be. Um, Finishing off the uh, Tetsuo series, it'll be uh, Tetsuo Part Three, uh, the Bullet Man. That'll be next episode. Dude, Anton Lavey is an episode I want to do on this show. So if mm-hmm. you want to write an episode, we would totally do it because he's so interesting. We can collaborate on that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know it's gonna be hard. I know one of the things I that 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 get that hardcore conspiracy theorists talk about yeah. is called cult of Saturn, which is a, is a Satanist cult. So like there's a lot of Satanism involved with all this stuff. Like you, you talk about all the pedophile cults you have mm-hmm. the, the Franklin scandal. Of course we did three part series on that. Yeah. We had a lot of Satanism in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the pedophile stuff. Then you have like the, the actual religion of Satanism that was done by Ant- Anton LaVey. 
You also have Michael Aquino, who was involved with the Franklin scandals. So, like, you, th- th- these things really mend together. It's really interesting stuff. Um, just knowing a lot more about Anton LaVey, it's it's interesting stuff. It's yeah. a culture. A lot of people are like, oh, when you talk about Satanism, they kind of like check out. But yeah. it's definitely a fucking thing. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Saying Satanism is like saying pro wrestling. Yeah. People yeah. just dismiss pro wrestling and it's like a multi billion dollar industry. It's mm. like a public a WWE is a publicly traded company. Like mm. it's a giant fucking industry mm-hmm. and it makes it makes tons of money and it actually has like more influence than people would probably would like to fucking admit. Fucking yeah. Vince McMahon's wife was in the Trump administration. <laughs> it's like Wait, what? Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, Linda McMahon. I have no idea. But that that that's the whole fucking thing is like Satanism is kind of like that because it like Satanism came around at a time where like everyone was like worshiping the devil and fucking Charles Manson was a thing. But like Levain Anton Levay Satanism is a totally separate brand of Satanism that I think most people I think I think a lot of Christians would agree would would probably agree with some of the um, teachings yeah. Of Satanism, because once they realize that so much of the pomp and circumstance and the sort of like aesthetic mm-hmm. of Anton LaVey uh, kind of Satanism is more of a it's more of a troll. Yeah. It's more of like a visual troll. It's kind of like if you're like in some like scary metal band, but then like you see an interview with someone from that band, like out of fucking like stage costume and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, fucking uh, uh Alice Cooper's a Christian? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> he still fucking gets his head chopped off in a guillotine every fucking show he plays. That's, yeah. That's, it's kind of like that. But it's very much like, I mean, it's it's a type of religion that's very much uh, opposing towards Christianity. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it has, there, there. I think there's, uh, there's a lot of fucking meat in the middle things that I think most people can kind of agree on. Because there's no like. Like sacrifice, sacrificing humans and animals is not a, a Levian Satanist thing. There's, it's just not. Yeah. Like, like, like any kind of ritual where you are sacrificing something is always metaphorical. It's always like you have some sort of effigy that you destroy, sort of thing. And it, and it's more of like a, it's almost like therapy more than it is like. Yeah. You know, like we we have to burn down churches. It's like he, there's none of that. Yeah. He he's. More like a main. He's literally a carny. Yeah, he's a mainstream version of of Satanism, yeah. like where when you see it on the news back then, where you're just like, oh, they're. Yeah, you they're- could put him on the front of a magazine. You could put him on TV and talk to talk to Tom Schneider. Or- he had he had a great, he had great facial hair. He had the the whole goatee thing, right? It's a good look. Michael Quino no had one- the Michael Quino had the 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 little curly. Uh, yeah. What's up with the facial hair? I, I don't understand that part. But we will do research on that one, yeah. possibly for a future episode, yeah. if, if Adam's uh, interested in that, which I, I'm 100% interested in that. But We'll put that on Patreon. We'll, we'll do it on Patreon. We'll, we'll show some fucked up stuff. That that's The Patreon's for the fucked up shit. Uh, check out Iconoblast. Our co-hosts aren't here right now. I don't know. What, I'm, I'm sure. I, I don't know what their latest episode is on. But uh, you can find Coop, a Coop Nukem, on Instagram, uh, Iconoblast at Iconoblast on Instagram, uh, Joel, Joel R. Banner, 
and damn, I'm, I'm actually nailing this right now because I don't have this in front of me, but I know their handles on Instagram. Keep going. You're doing Follow great. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, uh, go to the chats every Monday night at 9 p.m. So these guys really help us get this show going. They are the fucking... They, not Joel so much because he comes and sets up cameras, fucking leaves. I don't know where that guy is. He's just... Just a lazy Mexican is what he is. He's just and, like, well, and, and yeah, he just gets and, drunk and fucking. You know, we ha- we're lucky enough to have Amnesio. He contributes a lot. Yeah, Coop is great. Coop's know. amazing. Coop, big fan of him. He's 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 a great addition to the show. Um, so check us out. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. Uh, also Twitter comment podcast one. Instagram, which was our main. Uh, where most of our followers are on are on Instagram, so just put in uh, at con underscore underscore man underscore podcast on Instagram, YouTube. Just search comment podcast, of course. Which uh, we I mean we're over three hundred followers, which is great. great. For for YouTube, I mean we're we're much bigger on 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 Instagram. Um, our audio listens, of course, have been fucking enormous right now. We're, we have enough where we can, we're very close to sponsorship, but according to the people here, um, we're, we're going to, we're not going to be able to monetize with sponsorships with, with certain we'll brands. We'll see about that. Yeah. So we'll if, if that. anyone knows about sponsorships that want, that, that, that are interested in the show, I mean, it could be about survivalist shit, con, uh, conspiracy stuff. I know fucking, I don't know. Ghost bed, and maybe they want to do. It. But I mean, we we talked about murdering people with. Uh, I, I think I said this a couple episodes ago. I'm like, I know there's some guy somewhere or some lady. I'm like, I know somewhere in America there's someone who owns a fucking uh, a paracord company mm-hmm. that wants to sponsor the show. <laughs> Survivalist gear is actually really good. Yeah, some some food that'll last 25 fucking years. Yeah, let so so yeah. Um, <laughs> we're also trying trying to expand our viewership uh, our listenership it it's growing it, it it is it is i got people on instagram hitting me up who watch this show and watch a kind blast mm. and watch uh, a lot of stuff on like drinking bros who listen to my show now yeah so like all of you who've listened to fucking uh con men and i kind blast and who are listening to Skeleton Factory? Thank you. Thanks for thanks yeah. for listening. I appreciate it. My viewership has gone up uh, significantly just in the past month. So. Hit hit us up in the DMs. I know me. I don't know about Adam, but I know I will. Re- I'll try to respond to everyone. I've been getting a lot lately, but I since we're we're small right now, this is a perfect time to get to know us. Like even send questions, we'll answer them. Like yeah. I I love talking stuff. I like talking conspiracies and. Get involved with the show, build the community, and yeah, you know, the fucking Jake, the fucking desert hippie. Yeah, yeah, I was on his show recently. Yeah, what's up. the name of his podcast again? It's called the Wake and Jake. The Wake and Jake. Check those guys yeah. out. Yeah, I'll, he, I'll cut this for you, Jake. We'll we'll put this yeah, on there and he hit um, me up on Instagram. Was like, you want to be on my show? And I was on a show and we talked about fucking uh, stoner doom metal and we talked about movies and uh, it was cool. Great guy. I we I've met him a few times. He comes. He's coming to the into the studio yeah. it's kind of cool like meeting some of the fans they're, they're now they recognize me well i'm i'm a fucking nobody i'm like the guy that that edits videos for drinking bros but like they're we we've had guests to come in they're like hey you're you're the guy from con man like 
okay, cool. <laughs> I'm glad. I I'm super stoked about that. I like that we're building a little community here. Pretty soon, we'll we'll see how big we can grow this thing. We have a big guest coming on next week. I won't say who it is yet, just in case they pull out. But we have we have a pretty fun guest that everyone that listens to the show will know who he is. So stay tuned for that. But other than that, that's all we have for this week. We're gonna we're gonna try to get some Patreon stuff right now. We're we're gonna figure this out. We have no plans. We're just gonna fucking do it. So. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, guys. Bye.